Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your podcast. That means that you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Using an overpriced trash bag. Pricey, pricey, pricey. A bag that breaks. Whippy, whippy, whippy. Or a smelly bag. Stinky, stinky, stinky. Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags. Always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty. They're our best bags yet. And they cost less than Glad Force Flex were sold head-to-head. So you'll be... Happy, happy, happy. Hefty, ultra-strong with Arm & Hammer odor control. Available at Sam's Club. Hefty, hefty, hefty. This presentation may contain language and scenes which may be objectionable to certain individuals. Viewer discretion is advised. myself when you got kicked. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Shenanigans, as always, here on a special Thursday uh, edition of the Pop Cultures. Yeah. But it, yeah. Sorry, I'm just grooving. I was weird. It just like, whatever, blog talk, screw you. Well, you mean it was tight? Uh, <laughs> it is I, Alex Mello, along with the always awesome, phenomenal uh, half-pint himself, Kyle Adams. How are you, sir? Good. Drinking some Diet Cola. Really? Washing down no, all that no more, uh, no more zeros? No more zeros? Uh, I mean, it was super chill. It's like 80 cents 
for me. The hell's Super Chill? That's that generic Cub Foods brand, and Cub Foods is like a local grocery chain here in Minnesota. I, I don't know if it's local. I think it's local. I'm like 99% no, we have Cubs in Chicago. Local. We Do had you? Cubs growing okay. up, and then they like all for some reason a lot of them they were uh, in the South Burbs closed down. Then they turned into Ultra Foods, which was just like oh. everything was green, and then. That shut down, and then Cup Foods came back, and then that shut down again. <laughs> all the grocery stores I grew up like Jewel, Dominic's, like all that Chicago type shit, gone. Dominic's, like it's it's crazy. What was the piggy? Because we was talking about uh, Moon uh yeah, Moon the horrible grocery stores, and I was saying Solo is like. I wouldn't even send my worst enemy there. But apparently, <laughs> Alex, it has been topped. Um, Whoa. There's a, there's a Mike's grocery store in Blaine that, like, really? apparently you just, yeah, it would just, it would just, you would just get destroyed if you were to even buy ramen there. So, like. Whoa. Sadly, in my hometown, we, uh, we used to have a jewel, then that closed down, which that was, you know, kind of your, your, Middle class type grocery store Dominic's was a little you know more priced uh, But anyway okay. school closed Then there was a Sturks Which was kind of like a little local chain Between Illinois and Indiana I actually was a bag boy there like The last three months of my senior year To get a little money before college So that was fun And then that closed down after like three years Then they moved in like 17 Ghetto grocery stores And they all closed down like after a year there's a new one that just opened up, and I'm like, oh, that's great, but it'll probably close down because because there's like five WalMarts in that area now. Oh, is it is it because there's so much? Uh, I guess we could say shrink or theft. Oh yeah, especially in oh, that okay. area. Unfortunately, uh-huh. I, I, I uh-huh. think that it has a lot to do with it. But and and the one time I went to the last grocery store, it was fine. But I mean, everything is like six dollars for like a loaf mm. of bread. Oh, so, you know, and, and you, I don't think a lot of it was WIC inspired, you know, like WIC usable too. So, again, people are going to go to, you know, take the bus or, or go to Walmart <laughs> instead. So, but, you know, I, I hope it all works. But, um, the, uh, to WIC. Walmart in Brooklyn Center, um, before it even opened, they said that like more than half the employees already like took a lot of inventory before it even opened. So, I was like, that's cool. That's Brooklyn horrible. Center for life. Brooklyn. <laughs> so what's the difference between Brooklyn Center and Brooklyn Park? I always thought it was uh, the same thing. It's their neighbors. There's like they're you know, is one scarier than the other? Yeah. Brooklyn Center is the like other side of the of the of the train tracks, if you can say, um, when it comes to Brooklyn, <laughs> Brooklyn oh, Center and Brooklyn Park. Brooklyn Park is where like the old folks kind of go or like the the not rich but like I'm almost middle class so I'm slightly better than you that's Brooklyn okay. Park and Brooklyn Center is uh trash that's cans a more gentrified fire, area police sirens and <laughs> no actually oh, it like went backwards dude like that's the crazy <laughs> thing <laughs> like it was supposed to be gentrified but it went backwards oh, like there's an apartment complex I used to live in, which is right across from the uh, bus sh- uh, stop now. Um, that apartment complex used to have, like, a swimming pool and a park, 
and they tore all that down and now there's a gate um a gated entry where you can like come in and out of no really weird um and then the bus the, uh, shelter used to be like a Wells Fargo, a Joanne Fabrics, like a Pizza Hut, uh, a Napa Auto Store, and like some other stores. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, but then they shut all that down or closed all of it down and made it a uh, a bus stop. And then there was a Jerry's Supermarket, which was like super local. Um, mm-hmm. They tore that down, and now it's just an empty lot where like semis uh, uh, go, I guess. Like I always see trucks parked there goofy um (laughs) brookdale mall was there they tore that down now it's a walmart um but i do know that they put like other little strip stores around it which is kind of cool but i've never been inside um there's a cub out there now um well it's always been there uh once jerry's closed cub kind of took over and then there was like a a lee and chan a blockbuster like all types of other stores and i don't think they're there anymore all right people definitely not blockbuster yeah for sure uh hello whoever's calling me at did you prefer Hollywood at night. View, or did you uh, were you strictly Ooh, blockbuster? That's I um my Ooh, my mom gum? like I say like, what no God no <laughs> <laughs> not from this weird number. <laughs> Backpage.com. Um, Do you know that guy was like tried for you know sex trafficking? Really? Well, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, like I just, I just read that. Yeah. Like, that what's the city and pages like, going to do? Oh my goodness! Is that where it started? With city no, pages? but uh, like, no, it's all kind of in like the local. Like the reader had all that stuff, you know. Oh, I see. Chicago, you know, version of the city pages in Minneapolis. But um, no, that, I remember moving here and thinking, "Wow, this is just really random that <laughs> everything's on here." Yeah. And then holy moly. Yep. Um, the uh, um, guy I was telling you about that uh, uh, fancy raised kid, I think he put somebody on back page. And I was like, really? That's what you do that? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, if you, if you listen to like one of the older episodes of Soda Sound Radio, he like talks about like having sex with like older married women. And I'm like, dude, good God. <laughs> Your stuff is going to fall off. When in Rome, <laughs> I guess so. Um, but yeah, man, like, no, like all that place they, they would do in Rome. In Rome, just Rome, Roman and Roman in Rome. I like it. Speaking of such, um, well, it's kind of it's kind of relevant. But I just saw the movie Mudbound, um, and that's an insane movie. Yes, that's an insane movie. It's actually really good. But I just imagine, dude, like them living in that in that house and like i i've heard stories of like that type of lifestyle and the movie doesn't know justice but however like it's a horrible time in life like (laughs) i just imagine like modern technology and then like there's no radio there's no tv and they just had the the sounds of the earth wow yeah, yeah, I mean, it's uh, trust me, it's bad. You can't even go into a Starbucks anymore before getting arrested. <laughs> uh, just imagine what that would have been like. Because well, Mudbound was what, 40, 50, 60 was, years ago? Yeah, it was like, it was post, um, post-slavery. So, uh, uh, so 1900? Um, yeah, so the African-American, it, um, it was, uh, I guess, World War II. 
the uh, Germany and, and the Nazis and stuff like that. So that's what it was based off of. Because they had a couple people in the war and they came back. Um, and uh, that was pretty much the gist of the story. Um, was about those two. Like, it focused scary around thing those two. Is all that shit is only like 80 years old. Like, yeah. that's like there yeah. are people still alive. And that was, yeah, 1939, you know, and when I saw the, tri- oh, yeah, because there's cars in the movie, duh. So that's why I was like, <laughs> is this, like, in the 40s, 50s or something? But, yeah, yeah that's what's great. That's what's great. Like, yeah. it's And it's still happening 80 years later. Yeah, it's just now it's, like, through tech, it's, it's, you know, same face, just different clothing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like I Which said, man, really can't even go into a Starbucks. Which can you even lawyer up off that situation? Like uh, uh, Arion Crockett, or if is his name Arion? But either way, that Atheon? guy is a comedian. Atheon, thank you. I knew it wasn't Arion. Atheon, he said to lawyer up, and that's what everybody else is saying too. But at the same time, like what what grounds? Like yeah, you got arrested like falsely. I don't know. Like what? Where's the grounds in that to like get a lawsuit? Do I actually sue Starbucks? Um. I don't know. That's I, not. It's not really defamation, but it's something more of wrongful arrest. Um, I yeah. I don't know what you can do. You could sue for damages. You know, uh, sort of like a defamation of character. I, I, I guess you could say. Um, mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I think it's just going to be. You know, sorry. <laughs> we'll yeah, get you like, next time. <laughs> yeah, you know? like we, we can get. Like you, the person's uh, fired. Uh, I mean, that, that person no longer works there. They're closing Correct. like 8,000 locations for a day to do, you know, racial sensitivity training, which I thought was a weird name uh, for, you know, your, 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 you know, your training, I guess. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're definitely on their PR uh, trying to, trying to build themselves up. And, you know, Ooh. I don't think it was a Starbucks policy per se. I think it was just an ignorance policy. Yeah. Of course. I mean, you get that all the time. But people are scared now. I mean, all races are scared, but it's just now, you know, some backgrounds just feel like, you know, they can hide behind a lot more. You didn't hear about that kid in New York that got shot at for asking directions. Yeah, that's that story pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if that's true, I that just like there's just something weird about it. Like, why would the lady just freak out like that? And then the guy just comes Downstairs, grabs a gun and just fires. Like they they said that the reason he missed was because the uh, safety, safety was still on. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, which, however, like that was sad. Um, there was also that doctor who uh, was driving a a uh, new car, and the lady thought he stole it, but it was in his name, and uh, he was going to school to be a doctor. Um, and so the lady, you know, was like, "Oh, there's there's this black guy." He, uh, uh, got into this really nice car and just driving off. And so they, or, you know, pulled him over and ran the plates. And actually, they tackled him and, and you oh know, cuffed God. him. And there was, like, about three or four uh, officers. And then they was like, oh, run the plates. And then they, you know, said his name and they checked his ID and it matched. And they was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, that's when, that's when you sue. That's when you when you lawyer up. In that instance, yeah. Because he got tackled and, and assaulted technically um yeah. and was falsely you know arrested but over I think those a car guys at starbucks were assaulted i mean not only their pride or anything but i mean the handcuffs that shit hurts 
I've been handcuffed once or maybe about eight times in my life, and that's just a few sucks. for me. It does a few for me because they they don't they they don't know your your skin or your wrist. They just no. go until they can't push no more, and it's just like, dude, like, can I get some room? Like, they they don't give you any room to like move your wrist or anything. So it, yeah. <laughs> Uh, happy 420, everybody. Uh, welcome to the third annual Bob Culture's 420 Guide Spectacular <laughs> and Social Activism. No, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, like I said, everybody's just scared at the moment. And, and it sucks when, when you're in the opposite, you know, you're the minority. And, and it's literally life or death out there. And it's not only yeah. within their own communities anymore. It's literally anything can happen. I mean, I, I read an article where uh, uh, one story, sadly, they're, they're all kind of blending together. Um, but, uh, you know, African-American was unjustly murdered, you know, for no reason. And a lady wrote in her editorial, maybe black men should consider about having a curfew. Like, meaning, don't go outside, black men or yeah. men of color. <laughs> like, yeah. that's fucking ludicrous. That's the most insane thing I ever read, and I was like, that that journalist, that that editor, you know, that person should no longer a should write a a ten thousand word apology and you yeah. know explain her ignorance to that, but also you know resign and never write for anything ever again because you know what else you know when they had curfews it was called Nazi Germany that's oh. also when they had curfews running around. Like it, mm-hmm. it, it's it's ludicrous that people think they're entitled and you know just think every person of color is just ooh. I still yeah. get looks. Ooh, yeah. someone in town thought I was visiting with you know my my family who have lived here longer than I have, and yeah. they're like oh, and I was like no, I manage a store in town, and they were like what? Like they were taken aback. I'm like that's ridiculous. What? Yeah. Really? I was like, my yeah. company is right there, like in front of your bowling lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, it's Ridiculous. it's really sad. I don't think it's ever gonna change either. And it's like, uh, it's it's sad to say, like the people at Starbucks acted the way they were supposed to. Um. They weren't mad. They didn't cause a scene or anything. They just got up, got arrested, and walked off. But, like, yeah. the thing is, like, you're not supposed to be mad about it. And that's the the frustrating part is mm-hmm. I'm I'm being attacked, but I can't do nothing about it because then that can either, you know, A, my life, or B, like, you know, an injury. You know, like, yeah. I, I could be seriously hurt off of this. So it's like I, I can't do nothing. And it's like... It's abuse of power. They didn't bother to to really question the scene or like get a feel for anything. They just picked the you know the dude up and walked him off like right away. And then you know handcuffed him. They went you know it's I don't even think there was protocol for that or anything like that. And it's just it's crazy. But that is not the th- uh, the tone of today's show by any means necessary. <laughs> Did the friend ever show up? By the way, I don't think I've ever uh, heard that far into the story. Um. Yeah, he showed up. Um. Yeah, that's <laughs> Was crazy. Was the egg like, on hey. his face or what? My God! Like... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I what from what I hear even more is that the friend was actually Caucasian, and so. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I love it. I love it. <laughs> so like, yeah, I've heard a friend is Caucasian. The two black dudes were trying to meet with him, um, and then they they get arrested for doing so. Just being at the wrong place, wrong time. Like, you know, like that's how I feel. Like when I'm out in in, in Mankato, like, oh god, I'm gonna get arrested just for by eating a burger. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's, it's crazy. I, like, I never want to go to Mankato again. That that town is is horrible. <laughs> The worst restaurant food selection ever. And then when you do finally make a selection, the worst service and food ever. And you can't find parking at their arena. You have to show up like a sure day can. early to find parking. My God. There you you got to save a Man, stack you know, just to use list. the parking ramp. Like Eagle Lake is great. Or Eagle River, like the town outside of it, very ritzy, nice housing. Um, fortunate to stay there. But but Mankato, no. You're you're on the list. You you suck. My God. Uh oh. <laughs> do do we have that button? Uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh while while Kyle found that awesome we got You just made the list. Yes. Boom. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Third annual Pop Cultures four twenty spectacular. Uh, of course, we will get into uh, kind of a guide. What's, you know, if you are fortunate to have the day off or, you know, maybe after work, you're like, what am I going to do? Kyle and myself will uh, kind of give you a little uh, a tool um, and a lesson plan on what to watch, what to eat, maybe listen to, you know, kind of do your thing on the uh, holiest of all holy days. Uh, we'll also get into the box office beatdown. We'll see if the competition could smell what The Rock was cooking or if silence is golden once again. Uh, also, a big movie coming out uh, on uh, on 420 tomorrow. I uh, will talk a little Super Troopers 2. Uh, now, Kyle, due to your description of the show, have you not seen Super Troopers? I have, but I just I just want you to talk about your emotional connection with the movie. <laughs> emotional uh, laughter, <laughs> laugh boners. That's my emotional connection. Uh, we'll talk some uh, Super Troopers too. We'll talk a little bit about the first. Also, we'll talk, you know, Broken Lizards in general. I, I think one of the most. I, I don't know if they're underrated. It's just they haven't really done anything in a while. Uh, but we'll yeah. get into uh, the reasons why. Uh, happy to see them back. That's for sure. We'll talk uh, also. I watched Coachella at like one in the morning last Saturday uh, night, all the way to almost four. Beyonce's, uh, or sh- sorry, uh, Beyonce's Beychella, uh performance. A wonderful, wonderful, definitely a nice preview. We'll get into that. A couple of other uh, performances. And an artist I might have turned, um, you know, into the positive uh, light on. Uh, also, we'll get into oh, the no, musical mantra. Spoiler <laughs> <laughs> <Boiling laughs> alert. Uh, we'll talk some shiz. Unfortunately, uh, Kyle did not see Atlanta, but I'm I'm working on the uh, uh, the bootleg protocol to hopefully get him the uh, that FX Now password uh, so yeah. he can uh, watch this week and then uh, prepare uh, for this week's show. So we'll do double dose of Atlanta. Uh, but Kyle talk some Mudbound later. Uh, also, a few different shows and movies he's checked out. I didn't see shit, but I'm going to see a lot this weekend. Also, we'll talk about uh, the breakups, the bursts. An unfortunate death that it happened this week as well. Kyle, what do you have before we hit uh we hit it up for break? Give me a number of how many celebrities have broken up so far in twenty eighteen and it's only the fourth Ooh. month of the year. 
That's a good one. I'm going to go... I'm going to go like A-list, B-list, or like any celebrity, quote-unquote. Just celebrities, period, point blank, like all together. Going to go 27. Really? Find out after this commercial break. Most Boom. would consider this illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, baby, you get strong style media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, and more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Sound Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over this safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, list. Who can play at this game? What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. What if you actually wanted boba? It's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe word's Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. <laughs> been waiting for it's time yeah baby welcome to the box office beat down most people would consider this illegal he is ladies and gentlemen the most electrifying wwf champion He is The Rock. As you know, Vince, by looking into The Rock's eyes, that The Rock is focused. Because you see Stone Cold Steve Austin 
We are six days away before The Rock goes into Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. The Rock's home away from home. And without a shadow of a doubt, end the career of the biggest piece of Texas trailer park trash walking Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes! Well, that doesn't surprise The Rock that you're watching back there, Stone Cold, because there's something about The Rock that draws you to The Rock. There's an aura of the great one that makes you cannot wait to go one-on-one -on -one with yours truly. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the fact of the matter is this, is that The Rock... Calm down, people! millions and millions of his fans. Millions. And millions. The fact of the matter is this. Is that when it's all said and done, all the rock smoke is cleared. There ain't no way. And the rock means no way that Stone Cold Steve Austin will ever beat the rock to become the WWF champ. It no could way. happen Sunday at no WrestleMania. Way. No way! Hey! Where's he going? He's got any sense. He's leaving. That's right. You damn right he left the building. You go out and you get yourself a breath of fresh air. Because I'll tell you what, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you make no mistake about it. The Rock lives for two things. And the first thing The Rock lives for is to entertain the millions. Yeah. Listen up now. And millions of The Rock's fans. And the second thing The Rock lives for is to kick your monkey ass all over God's green earth. <laughs> it's just smell. But <laughs> The Rock is cooking. Oh, that was the best one yet. <laughs> thanks. Welcome back to the Bob Goldger set. Uh, thanks to the WWE. Uh, Jerry Lawler for, for being awesome. Um, but the rock, you can't ask for anything better. Uh, crazy story. Uh, my answering machine in high school, Kyle, um, I doctored up a little bit. Uh, I had like the WWE soundtrack gimmick or whatever. And of course it had the rock theme on it. And so on my, uh, answering machine, I would play, you know, do you, you know, the theme song. And then at, at the second part in the course is like, the Rock says, and then I go, leave a message. Um, the next day <laughs> when uh, my mom was, uh, you know, kind of going through the messages and whatnot, she was not very happy when she called the house and realized <laughs> that was on there. She was like, hey, important people could be calling, and then they're going to be treated to an asinine message like that. But I was like, mom, it seems so well. Like, it just, the transition <laughs> was perfect. Uh, I only got to have it on for like three days, and then finally I had to change it. But uh, The I Rock, awesome called. as always, uh, looking to continue his dominance uh, at the box office. But again, uh, John Krasinski's uh, fantastic directorial debut. I'm sure it's fantastic. I plan to check it out hopefully this weekend if the weather continues to be this amazing. Uh, but we will find out coming at a number five, the newly single, <clears throat> ladies, Kyle. 
uh, John Cena in the uh, fantastic comedy. This one I have seen. This one I highly recommend. Even after a few weeks out, I still say this is good weekend money uh, or weekend money for the movie theater experience. Uh, blockers. Uh, hopefully, it you know gets a little bit of you know better word of mouth uh, when it comes on yep. to the uh, digital or Blu-ray. Uh, but you know, hey, still going strong, especially made on a modest budget. Uh, Ten point two million dollars. A little under thirty-seven million uh, after this past weekend. Uh, Ready Player One, Steven Spielberg, uh, which actually with this uh, latest gross, Kyle, Steven Spielberg becomes the first director uh, to hit ten billion dollars. Wow! First ever. First ever. That's pretty damn cool. Uh, yeah. What What's your top three Spielberg movies? Um, dang on the spot. That's a good question. I don't Think know about yet. it. While I go into number uh, <laughs> again, Ready Player One, it did not gross 112 million last week. Hell, it didn't even gross that. It's opening weekend, but it got 11.2 million uh, for 114 uh, million overall domestically. Uh, in its uh, yeah, in its third week of um a release here. But internationally, again, which, you know, kind of was going to be the big uh, focal point of the box office, uh, got uh, a lot of money over there, a lot of uh, member berries internationally, because worldwide, Kyle, it is at $474 million, uh, pretty much doubling uh, the reported cost of 175 so far, which, of course, that will continue to grow. Um, I'm a little... You know, again, I I give it like a seventy five percent. You know, maybe a, a a two and a half, three out of out of five stars. Definitely a movie I I plan to check again. Um, Kyle, any? Do you think you'll have a chance to check it out in the theater, or probably wait until uh, Blu-ray? Uh, voodoo for sure. Voodoo. <laughs> yeah, we got to be good, right? We got to. <laughs> hopefully, we keep our voodoo memberships uh, coming in at number three. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, newest <laughs> angry jerk. It's gonna cut my every shit. day, man. Every day it's a gamble. I'm like, oh, it's like Russian roulette. I'm like, oh, is it gonna be on? <laughs> there's so many movies I haven't watched yet. <laughs> I was like, there's a thousand. There's like 1900 now or something like that. But uh, yeah, uh, Truth or uh, Bloom House's uh, newest horror film. Uh, you know, for the teens, for the kids, PG-13, uh, Truth or Dare, coming in with $19 million, uh, a little under last year's Happy Death Day, which that came in in about 26, and of course, uh, a little less than Get Out, but uh, unfortunately, I don't think this will get Get Out money, uh, but $19 million, very respectable, especially when the, the budget on this was under $4 million, so uh, that's why Blue, uh, Bloom House definitely knows what they are doing. They they found a nice niche. Uh, I I hear you know pretty good things on this film. This is definitely a voodoo checkout for me. Pretty good cast though. I would say the uh, boyfriend from the Goldbergs, uh, Lucy Hale, who I kind of enjoy, and of course uh, Tyler Posey from Teen Wolf. Not the mm. uh, not the insensitive Michael J. Fox film or the uh, abysmal sequel starring Jason. Uh, Jason Bateman, but of course the MTV spinoff, which turned into Twilight. Uh, did you ever any? Uh, did you watch any Teen Wolf, Kyle? No. No. My um, older roommate really liked that show, but I never got into it. 
They watched Why Titans and watched the entire thing. I don't know. It's just something that never caught my interest. Uh, it was available when I had cable TV. I never wanted to watch it. And then even as streaming, I never wanted to watch it. I was just like, no. Whoa. Going back yeah. to that link you sent me, I didn't know Brooke Burke and uh, David Charvet broke up. Yeah. From Baywatch. By the way, um, that was from uh, people.com. Uh, the number listed, I believe, was 43 breakups. 43. 43 breakups. Oh, uh, Dominic Cooper and Roof Nega were together for eight years, and also they're on the show Preacher. I, I had no idea they were even together. That is crazy. Uh, Tisha Martin, or Tisha Campbell Martin and uh, Dwayne Martin, they called it quits too after 22 years. Well, that's sad. Yeah. Yep. But Martin or Gina was like, I'm about to get that Martin money. So sorry, Dwayne. It's been real. Sorry, Dwayne. Yeah. Real, real, uh, real husbands of Hollywood ain't on no more. So, why is that? Stuff. Uh, they canceled it about two years ago. Whoa! Like I didn't know half these people broke up. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy list. Do you think they'll be? uh, He was in above the rim, right? Was that Dwayne? Yeah, he was. Yep. I keep wanting to call him uh, Donald Faison, but that's really bad of me. No. That's racist. It's racist as hell, man. Go <laughs> sit in the corner. Uh, coming in right. at number two, uh, the little movie that could, uh, John Krasinski's directorial debut, which is going to have projects out of the wazoo, but uh, definitely very excited to check this out. Uh, only dropping 35% from its opening uh, weekend uh, 32.6 million in its 10 days, Kyle. I'm, I'm sure it's already exceeded it. This movie has already grossed over a hundred million dollars domestically. Wow. <laughs> like it's dead under, it'll probably overpass ready player one. And that that's saying a lot of things, but kudos to people that enjoy Adult, you know, movies like this, like tense thrillers, where like the first like thirty to forty minutes is just silence. Like that's awesome. Oh my like, god, really I couldn't cool. take it. I couldn't take it. That's so, like, uh, oh, and then like when you hear sound, you're like, what? Like, oh my god, <laughs> no, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. And it's something Actually, we tried to, to do with the movie we checked out last year. Uh, it comes at night, where I thought, you know. Nah. A little similar, you know, kind of uh, a story where, you know, it's a family trapped and, you know, they this time they, they can't make any sound in a quiet place, obviously, hence the title. Um, but, you know, yep. it, it, they kind of have that tense, uh, um, the tenseness it, and um, it comes at night, too. So it's it, I'm, I'm very intrigued to kind of compare and contrast uh, the two already surpassed its budget. Uh, you know, Emily Blunt's John Krasinski. Uh, Doing big things again. I'm, I'm sure the offers will be coming around his way. Overseas, though, Kyle, are loving this uh, th- this type of movie as well. Already gotten uh, $51 million, so uh, this will definitely be one of the runaway sleepers of the year. But as you can tell by that awesome promo to start the, uh, to start the, uh, the box office beatdown, Competition, Dwayne Johnson ruling the box office yet again, Kyle. 34.5 yeah. million. 
little a little smaller than Jumanji. Um, not a lot of positive word of mouth. You know, a little uh, lower score. You know, on the Rotten Tomatoes there. Uh, but Kyle, I believe it's still on track to kind of be the highest rated video game movie ever. Your thoughts? Highly under like rated video game? Really? Yeah, like Rotten Tomatoes. Like it's the highest rated video game movie. Uh, no. No. Fifty fifty one percent. I say the first Mortal Kombat might be better. Thank you. I was just thinking that. That movie rocks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm, I think the first Mortal Kombat might be better. Otherwise, uh, what's another good one? Um, nothing else. Just Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you like, were professing your love for Street Fighter like a week ago? No, I was not. I was saying how bad it is and why I couldn't understand why we liked it. I said uh, Sega CD or uh, Street Fighter. Was a was a decent game. I thought it was. For some reason, we played it and it was poor, but we played it. <laughs> I'm. Um, <laughs> I'm actually surprised because it's showing here. Uh, Enter the Dragon is a 95% Rotten Tomatoes, and to me, it's the greatest video game movie ever. Because when I was a kid. When I used to play the shit out of Kung Fu on Nintendo, I pretty much mm-hmm. thought I was playing Enter the Dragon. So, uh, screw you, this is, even though it's like a 10-year difference, I want to say, from, <laughs> from release. But, uh, no, the Kung Fu, that was my jam. And I would always be like, like I'm Bruce Lee, I'm, I wear my sunglasses, my Adidas uh, tracksuit. Yep. Well, that wasn't a video game first, though, was it? No, I no, no, it wasn't. That's why you know. That's okay. why I was saying when I was a kid, I just envisioned oh. that as you know, as my kind of uh, my kind of vision there. Because that game True. kicked ass. I wish that was on that NES classic uh, retro bullshit console that you had to spend eight thousand dollars on. Uh, but back to that uh, rampage. <laughs> not doing too too good domestically. Of uh, again, Jumanji started off, you know. Very low, not as low as this, uh, you know, kind of when that came out. But again, I don't think the the, the word of mouth will, will kind of break that. But uh, overseas, though, my God, 114 million. So again, you know, that that's always the big markets for these tense pole movies, Kyle. Um, yep. It's already gotten about 150. I believe it cost about 120. If you tack on another 100, do you foresee a sequel to this film? I haven't seen the way they ended it. You know what I mean? Like sometimes even though you make a crap ton of money, like people may beg for a sequel, but if you end it a certain way, then there's no going back. So like I would I, I personally I personally wouldn't want to see a second rampage. Just my personal opinion, no matter how much money it makes. But uh if if money talks then sure. They, they, Throw another uh, uh, flying wolf in there or something. Yeah, it's um, it, it's definitely interesting, but I mean, The, the Rock. They made more again than one with, rampage. Uh, what's up? I think. Oh, sorry. They made more than one rampage. Did they? Yeah, I think so. 
crazy crazy. I, I still love that arcade game. Uh, this is the third time The Rock and director Brad Payton have uh, teamed up. The first, of course, being San Andreas, uh, a, a runaway hit a few years ago. Journey to the center of the earth to the mysterious island. Uh, the far superior movie out of the out of the sequels. Um, so you know, uh, again, international is definitely where it's at. I don't think it's going to reach 403 million like Jumanji ended up doing. But uh, <laughs> hey, The Rock has a uh, what Die Hard, his Die Hard version. You know, in in a uh, in a few months here, Skyline or Skyway yep. Yep. or Skyscraper. Yep. Um, so fun 20, fact. Uh, yep. <laughs> Uh, Rampage came out in 1986 for um, actually an arcade game, um, and then over time they made uh, Rampage World Tour. Um, they updated the graphics a little bit and made it more. Um, uh, I believe it was developed at with uh, Midway after that, um, after uh, the 1986 release here. Um, hmm. Yeah, yep. So uh, uh, it was ported to Apple II. Atari 2600, <laughs> 7800, uh, Linux 8-bit, uh, Amiga, which I've never played. Oh, those are, wow. those are a type of computer. That's There's cool. a really good um, documentary, I believe, on Hulu or Netflix that it's called Viva Amiga, and it's really awesome. It's about the console. Wow, this is actually kind of cool looking. Um Let's see, NES or Nintendo um, and Sega, the Master System. So it wasn't the uh, Genesis, the thirty or the sixteen-bit. Uh, um, this was yes. a big old, big old thing. Like, wow, it had only what, two buttons Amiga? back then too. No, the uh, Sega Master System. It looks like here. Uh, oh yeah, the original. Whoo, that is cool looking. <laughs> but yeah, the Amiga <laughs> and the uh, Sega Master System. But um, in 2015, it was in Lego Dimensions, which is interesting. Um, but uh, you were able to play it in 1999, um, 2003, 2005, and 2012. Those all like revamped throughout different times. So, hmm. mm-hmm. interesting. I, I didn't realize they, uh, I mean, but what was cool, it was just like you, you were King Kong or you were Godzilla, depending on which creature you, you wanted. So it was kind of like them having their own games, or at least that's how I kind of pertained when I would play yeah. this shit out of Rampage. So I was just thought that the, was cool. Um, the 86, uh, original arcade fire looks kind of cool. Like these are actual like animals, but it looks like they just like was in some like toxic stuff. So the, the gorilla actually looks, you know, like an actual gorilla, just giant sized. And it's not like today's where they have like the big bug eyes and you know, like they're weird looking. I don't know. Like it just looks cooler, I guess. <laughs> hey, cooler <laughs> is all. Did you have a Sega CD? Which I always thought that uh, looked cool, but I thought it was way expensive. Uh, or I did say Sega CD earlier. I meant to say Sega Saturn. Um, I, I did have a Sega CD for a brief second. Um, I only have one game for what? it. Ooh, yeah, what was that? Oh, yeah. That bejeweled game? Sketching. <laughs> Sketching. Yeah. Was the you was uh, Sketchers? No, like you was a skateboarder and you was hiding on like like crouching low and like grabbing onto the bumper and then like riding as the like car drives off. You know, like that's technically sketching. So letting the that car pull you while you're on the skateboard. 
And Man. um <laughs> I don't know how that's a thing and why it's cool, but that's scary. Like I I wouldn't want a car to pull me. And then like what no. if it comes to a cop and you're like dead onto it? And Ugh. then you're murdered. Yeah, pretty much. I'm cool. <laughs> Skateboarding photo like <laughs> Let's just go bomb, no, we we like, murdered. We we not by the car, probably just by like, oh, what are they doing? And then we're murdered. <laughs> just go downhill like that uh, one near. Uh, but picture near us the, uh, doing that. We like, do. would people laugh more so than be intimidated? Uh, I mean, they would feel bad because we'd be unconscious, like through an accident. But, um, because I know I would get murked. Like, either I'd get hit by oncoming traffic, or I'm getting clotheslined by a, a car. So. <laughs> Decapitated. <laughs> so that's, oh that's an all, all bad situation for me, Alex. Couldn't do it. <laughs> well, I mean, but Marty McFly did it in Back to the Future. I mean, that's how he got to school when he was running late. He was sketching. Yeah. yeah but he was bad. waving. People were waving at him. If I was doing that, people would be calling the police like I was entering a Starbucks. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, driving a vehicle that isn't or that uh, is registered in your name. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. My God. Um, <laughs> My God. Yeah, hopefully uh, have a uh, for next week's show, uh, have a review of the uh, number two movie in America, Quiet Place. Um, and also a review because I got my tickets. I'm excited. Apparently, the boys are heading up north, eh? So uh, we'll we'll see what those uh, those maple syrup loving bastards uh, of super troopers have in store. Whoa! That is I mean, definitely that not. Super Troopers oh, 2. <laughs> I totally labeled the wrong uh, sound clip. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember that from the trailer. That's lit. <laughs> I, my bad. I'm uploading it now. Uh, <laughs> real. Dude, what's your... Okay. Huh. Oh, no. Go ahead. Oh no! Well, so since you had time to think, your top three Spielberg movies go. Oh, dude, I still didn't even think. Um, <laughs> Thanks, I don't Kyle. know. My bad. What What are some of yours then? Like, help me out. Woo! Um, I I am a a fan of Jurassic Park for kind of what you know that movie did. Um, for for my childhood, like dinosaurs came came to life like that that uh-huh. shit is bananas um to me still and and i remember seeing it opening night thinking i i don't think i've ever will see anything this great again um another favorite movie of mine because of its realism uh saving private ryan uh again that movie uh just tra- traumatized me in a good way that that made me kind of feel what the hell these these people went through you know, these, these kids to the adults of, of, you know, 
just war and, and it's brutality um, and realism and, and that heart wrenching scene uh, with, with the knife in, in the building still, still gives me chills. Um, and you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark, still one of the best, best movies ever. Uh, but if it wasn't for the annoying kid, I would say war of the world is a closet, uh, closet love for me. Um, but catch me if you can with Tom Hanks and Leonardo DiCaprio. That's a good one. That's I like a that fun one. movie. It's heartbreaking in so many ways, and it's a true, true story. DiCaprio really is, is charming as hell. Um, Tom Hanks to kind of see him, you know, as as the guy trying to chase Frank Abengale Jr. Um, you know, and and him trying to you know one up him is just a great movie. Uh, you know, a cat and mouse. Uh, story, but but Ray Liotta as as the dad is oh no uh, Christopher Walken as the dad yeah it's, it's just heart heartbreaking in that I moment. Did not know that was a Spielberg film. That's crazy. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, Schindler's List. That's you know a you know a damn good movie, but it's not a movie that you, I, I, I always tell people, I, I recommend that movie to, you know, you got to watch it once. Yeah. I agree on that. Um, I think I saw it once. Um, very, very awkward. <laughs> and I think I was, uh, younger, so I didn't fully understand it yet, but I probably have to watch it again. I bet you I would probably have a better uh, feeling about it. I'm, I never said it was bad. Um, I just never, I never said it was good either. If that makes sense, like I, it's mm-hmm. it's one of them things where it's like I've seen it, uh, I don't really fully remember it, but um, from what I what I do remember, it wasn't a bad film. Yes. Also, if it didn't have the longest fake ending ever, Minority Report, such a a different take on the genre. <laughs> Whoa, apparently someone did not agree. Uh, it's just Uh-oh. too damn long. They could have cut a half hour off. But, you know, it's based off the Philip K. Uh, Dick uh, book there. Um, and, and just the technology that they showed back then, you know, to pretty much what we're using now. Uh, you know, everything's, you know, pretty much uh, touch censored. It's it's just such a cool movie. A good premise where, you know, they arrest you right before the crime, you know, is, is going to be committed. So, uh, a, a uh. freaking great film, but again, just 25 minutes uh, too long. And the ending really that, pissed me off. That was, uh, for some reason, I was thinking Minority Report was the movie with Seth Rogen and uh, Observant report. Yeah, <laughs> that movie's I'm awesome. Like, it's what? dark as hell, I'm but like it's a so Seth good. Seth Rogen film. <laughs> <laughs> They'll work together one day. Come on. Actually, that'd be cool. I wouldn't mind that. I mean, Munich's good. I I'll tell you one that I Jaws. I mean, obviously, it started the summer blockbuster was Jaws. I mean, made on a meager scale, Bruce the Shark breaking down, you know, every so often, later to gross hundreds of millions of dollars. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, God, that movie's great. But one I'm not a fan of, and I'm going to get a lot of hate, I already do, E.T., just not my, just not my bad. How do you feel about the video game? Did you play it? Uh, I have, actually. For the Atari, I have. 
like in high school. My buddy had like his parents had their Atari system and like forty games. Wow. And they had the ET game, and I played it, and it was awfully awful. <laughs> um, by the way, I do have the clip of uh, Super Troopers. I uh, do apologize um, for labeling that wrong. That kind of sucks. That would have been true if that was it, though. But, uh... <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> Just what kind of remix is this? Ah, do, toi, let's do it. They've been waiting for a second chance. Waiting for their country to need them again. That time is meow. What do you guys give me if I kill that bird? Farver, that's a bald eagle. Get a wig, baldy! Yeah! Guys, what do I win? A one-way ticket to hell. It turns out the French-Canadian town St. George du Laurent is actually on American soil. You'll be phasing out a Canadian Mountie unit. Best behavior, boy. Not our idea of a good time either, fellas. Personally, I'd rather fuck a moose. You wouldn't need a ladder to do that. Wow. Let's give a big Canadian welcome to the Vermont Highway Patrol. Come on, guys. They've come up here to tell us how great it's going to be for all of us to become Americans. This is happening. Do neither of you speak English? I do. We would like to eat your paper. Can you show me your party paper? This time everything will be by the book. Everything. Ghost. We're gonna get for you guys whole beer, liter of cola. What did you say? Do you want a liter of cola? Canada's pretty awesome. Boop, boop. Don't do that. Boop, 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 boop. Should I shoot him? Who? Papa? You know it's always good when you can throw in a Fran Sarkinson shout out. That was awesome. I can't wait. Uh, the town of uh, Watertown, South Dakota, can't wait since uh, that movie has filled up on on tickets. So I have to go to a way later show tomorrow now, but I'm totally still stoked for Super Troopers 2. Um, Kyle, do you know that this movie was uh, actually started as a, uh, a crowdfunded film, kind of like what Veronica Mars did back uh, like eight years ago or something along those those lines? Interesting. I didn't know that. That's kind of cool. They, um, I want to say, gosh, what was, they were asking for, I think like $2 million, I think they were asking. And I think they doubled that. Um, they, they, they got about $4.4 million, uh, a, a little over a, a million less than what the Veronica Mars Kickstarter got in 2013. Uh, but through Indiegogo, uh, they got over 50,000 co- uh, contributors there back in 2015. 
so definitely uh, helped out, uh, you know, the guys over at Broken Lizard there. Uh, I would say pretty damn cool because you got your, you know, your huge financing, then you're going to get, you know, the production companies and what have you. Um, and this movie is getting a lot of buzz. A lot of people are excited and you couldn't have thought about releasing it on a better day, especially with, you know, the kind of the theme of uh, 420 is, is part of their, their marketing plan there, uh, which, yeah. which is great. So this is going to be a home run, right? Like the cult following in itself, it's been a while, I would say, since they, they've made a movie. I want to say um, Slam and Salmon might have been the last one. Really? Oh, I, what I Facebook uh, tour thing that they did with their stand up, that was like uh, yes. what, 2013, 14, I want to say. Um, if not, probably even before that, I think, actually. But yeah, it's been a while. Since they all made films, they've done like I forgot stuff Freeloaders. That that oh, was one that they they were kind of in, but it was a you know more of a uh, um, huge ensemble cast. I forgot they were uh, kind of in that one. They didn't make mm-hmm. it per se, but but that was one that they were in. I but. see. Um, I what was my favorite uh, Broken Lizard one? I I kind of want to say Beer Fest, but I kind of don't. Because I feel like that's a more popular, like, opinion, like, type of film. Um, Super Troopers, I saw. Uh, Beer Fest. Um, shoot, what what other ones was there? I mean, there was quite a few. I just can't, like, place them off the top of my head. I kind of want to, uh, like... Their debut, Puddle Cruiser, which was a uh, a college film, for sure. Uh, that was one that we found that we're like, oh, it's the Broken Lizards, you know, first... First movie that they made back in the mid '90s, which was uh, oh. an interesting, interesting movie. Okay. Um, what else was? I'm but trying Club to like Dread. think of some without Club IMDb. Dread is uh, is another one there. Oh, that's on the Voodoo, but I've never like seen it. I've and, watched like, it on the Voodoo. Like, it's so funny. Oh, yeah, she was like, "You should really watch it," and like, I'm like, eh, I don't know yet, but I, I'm probably gonna go see it. It's like a horror movie comedy. As the late great Bill Paxton in it as well. It's honestly, it's hard to kind of pick a favorite. Beer Fest, that's a movie where I turn on randomly and just sit through and laugh my ass off. Club Dread, it's a different type of laughter. It definitely has aged, but just watching it a few few months ago, I think I did after uh, Bill Paxton passed away. Um, it, it, it's still, you know, it, it holds up, uh, you know, in some ways, but, uh, to me, it's very funny kind of, you know, making fun of, uh, the Margaritaville guy, uh, Jimmy Buffett. So that movie's good. A lot of murder in that movie. So, you know, I, I respect it for that. <laughs> Slime and Salmon's low key underrated Michael Clark Duncan, RIP, um, just he he's so hilarious, you know. He's the the big tough boss, and his one lighters, his his non sequiturs are are really really flipping funny. But it all comes they, down. Yes, sir. Oh, didn't they make like a film like not Balls of Fury, but something similar to it, or like maybe not? Um, no, I think maybe Beer Fest could be their Balls of Fury. Okay. I guess. Maybe that's just one. But no, they I don't didn't know. Do I... Anything. 
that I remember, anyways. I see. I, I feel like they've done something else other than the uh, beer drinking competition. Like, something else, too. But I don't know. But, um... I'm but, um, boom. Uh, no, but, but it all comes down, you know, to the original Super Troopers. I, I remember when I saw Brian Cox in, in, in the credits, I was like, whoa, they got the Chicago Bears linebacker Brian Cox. Until I remember I was duped before by the Keenan Ivory Waynes film The Glimmer Man, also starring Steven Seagal, I, I believe. Uh, but I remember seeing Brian Cox's name and I went to it because, um, A, I was a Keenan Ivory Waynes fan, but also it was like, whoa, the linebacker, you know, from the Dolphins and the Jets is going to be in this film. I was like, who's this old British guy? And then, you know, years later, he's like one of my favorite go-to actors. Uh, but he plays, you know, the, the, the man in charge in the original Super Troopers, and he does reprise his role, um, you know, as the boys, again, kind of head, head up north uh, and, and kind of get pretty much uh, exported, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, to, to kind of keep their jobs there. So uh, very funny. Uh, you know, a cult classic indeed, but but that first one, uh, just so many good one-liners. Of course, the meow, you know, game that, that is, uh, you know, I, I would say is still played today and will be played now <laughs> continuously after after this weekend. But um, Super Troopers, again, it's kind of like, I mean, from the fetishes, you know, from, from the Swedish couple, or were they German? I don't know, but they drove a, a very fast past car and they enjoyed the tickler um but but again just farva you know just kind of being the asshats you know we all have that in in our group or we all know someone who's like that who's just trying to fit in but you're like dude you're an asshat like get away yeah. uh and and now with the metric system or whatever the hell they have in canada he now will get his liter of cola Woo. Uh, I one thing I, one thing I never understood was them drinking, actually drinking like syrup like that, and how they didn't hurt themselves. <laughs> nope, they're all diabetic. But um, <laughs> what's cool is all you know the whole Broken Wizard troop. You know, Jay Shander Shakar, you know, directed you know a lot of TV episodes. You know, for Arrested Development. Um, you know, one of my some of my favorite episodes he did direct. Um, as you always state, you you watched their Netflix special, Steve Lemmy, Kevin Hefferman, you know, kind of do a uh, kind of a stand up routine yep. that they do. So, um, you know, it, it, it's awesome. I, again, cannot wait to check this movie out. Um, and I couldn't think of a better day to do it on a Friday. <laughs> I wish I had that song Friday. I, I don't even want to upload it, but you remember that jam. No, I that would you uh got ready to when you uh went out into the club to go slay? I honestly think <laughs> God no, that, <laughs> you know me in a club is just my arms folded awkwardly thinking, man, I hope these people make good decisions tonight. <laughs> I'd be the same way until I'm like like extremely intoxicated. Then I'm like, I love everybody and I'll like oh. dance and hug and I'm that guy. But like I'm 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 not like uh, wild, so like I'll stay close to you guys, but I'll like talk and hang out with people. You know what I mean, and like not make a fool of myself too much. So. Yeah, that's very important. I'm I'm just mm-hmm. the meme mugging asshole, going side to side. 
a la Three Six Mafia. When I when That's I right. heard that song for the first time, I was like, dude, have they been following me? <laughs> <laughs> I man, you know, like I'm yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like, I mean, I I can't I can't really post against the wall because I'm short, but you know, I lean huh. a little bit and. uh you know, drink my drink, and then you know, just watch people walk by, or, or, or argue, or arm wrestle. For some reason, that's a thing. Arm wrestling, just random ass people. Like, yeah, at Brothers, um, downtown, there'd always be arm wrestling matches. Interesting. We should There's have no a, We should have an arm wrestling competition. That'd be cool. Like instead of like racing people in the parking lot, you can just arm wrestle people. Like, what's up? Over the top style. Can you be the Sylvester Stallone of uh, of St. Paul? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Over the top. Oh, God, I'm a horrible singer. Um, also coming out, which you know is looking to the throne. The uh, the the Broken Lizard troop. Amy Schumer also, uh, you know, along with Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Rampage, actually moved their movie releases earlier. Since when the Avengers moved their release date uh, to open uh, next week, uh, April 27th there. So they actually moved it to 420 to compete against Super Troopers. Um, yeah. It's essentially, I feel pretty, to me, looks like Shallow Hell. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know if she's as bad of a character as Jack Black was, um, oh. you know, in that movie. But it's basically, you know, she struggles with uh, feelings of insecurity, inadequacy, um, then she, you know, starts believing um, that she's the most beautiful and, and, you know, capable woman on the planet after she has a fall. Um, so she has confidence and she's doing shit her way, which, again, confidence, right? Um, but, yep. uh, you know, that's kind of what the story is all about. You know, I, you really thought Jack Black was bad in that movie? I thought he was an okay movie. That's, yeah. Yeah, I I think it's kind of opposite of what they're kind of going on in society right now. Like, for her to hit her head to think that she's fabulous, like, shouldn't you exude that confidence already? And then you you would be feeling that all the time, right? Kind of. I mean, for me, man, it's all about new pair of shoes or a nice haircut. If I have neither of those things... Then I don't want y'all to look at me. Sunglasses and a good shirt, and then I feel confident. True. Wait, then you just become Keith Murder. I mean, you got one. Hey, uh, Keith Murder. Um. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of a different film. Um. I, you know, it, I don't know what happened after Trainwreck. Like, you know, she was the next big thing. She was an Apatow, a product of Judd Apatow. Um, and it, I don't know what's going on. Just a weird backlash of sorts, but you know, the, the steam isn't there anymore with Amy Schumer. And, you know, I do enjoy your up. you know, train wreck, I think is 89% a damn good flawless movie minus the subplot with her kind of raping that young boy. But oh. to me, again, that feels such a like, what the f- kind of moment where I'm like, why? This makes no sense whatsoever um, that pertains to the plot. But this movie, again, 
you know, have its, you know, smarmy, you know, Schumer-esque type humor. I've seen her do stand-up. I, I enjoy her. Uh, but uh, I don't know if this was the right move. But uh, Did you like All Leather Everything? They're like, what? Did you like All Leather Everything? Uh, I didn't watch that one. Where she was in mm. um, uh, The Apollo? Yep, and she wore leather. And they, that was her gimmick, All Leather Everything. That was her gimmick? Yeah. Um, I, I didn't find it funny. I mean... I, I think she can be funny sometimes, but I think I may might have just overhyped myself for that one. Um, I didn't. I thought like her show Snatch was great. No, Snatch was garbage. I I love Inside Amy Schumer. I thought that was such a a very good show that exposed a lot of you know, quote unquote, social norms. And was like, hey, we need to change you know shit. We need to change how you look at dating, at yourself, you know, love you know, relationships, this and that. Some really good sketches, you know, uh, the, the last fuckable day with Julia Louis-Dreyfus, uh, Tina Fey, uh, a, a classic sketch there. Um, but yeah, I, I you know, usually I, I would be super excited, but I think, I guess Snatched was the worst thing that possibly could have happened for her, because that movie was, I, yeah, I, was I like bad. I said, I turned it off. Like, I, I rarely turn off movies, but I was like, I can't go through 60 more minutes. And it was like 10 was minutes. <laughs> like that was it because of Goldie Hawn? No, I love Goldie Hawn. I mean, Burn on a Wire was my jam. They, they yep. TBS put that in my brain because they played that shit so much. And TNT. Thanks, Turner. Whoop. Ted Turner? Oh, yeah. WCW Ted Turner? Oh, jam. Didn't know that. Where is Sun Moon today? I don't know. I'm really hoping that she gets together. But, I mean, as far as... I'm not going to watch it, to be honest. Uh, maybe it'll be it'll pop up in the voodoo, but for now, like, it's, it doesn't have my interest. Yeah. I, gonna sadly, get it would be a voodoo movie. Yeah. It's going to get murked this weekend. <laughs> would you pay uh, over under $15 million opening? Oh, uh, I'm going to say under for sure. I'm going to say it's, okay. it doesn't even make top five. Like, based on these numbers, and if if, the, if if you had to hit 10 mil to reach number five next week, I would say it wouldn't even make top five. I'd say it gets like 9.6 mil. Interesting. I, I like that, that odds. I would actually favor you in, the, in, that, <laughs> uh, in that bet there. Uh, does Super Troopers knock out The Rock, or do you think The Quiet Place might kind of do what a lot of these movies do after they go to second, leapfrog back to first, because the word of mouth yeah. is so good? Um, or do you think uh, Broken Lizard will uh, crack it with um, a huge nah. fan base? I say, honestly, oh, as good as it is, like, it's still a cult classic. Like, everybody's seen it, but it's still like a cult classic. And I feel like they they waited a little bit too long um, to make a sequel. Uh, uh, it was kind of like Boondock Saints, how like their sequel didn't really do too well, but it did okay. So I, I feel like that's how uh, uh, Super Troopers Two is gonna do. I say number three. Ooh, okay. So do you think a quiet place? Part of me leapfrogs over Rampage, or does The Rock stay number one? 
I say Rampage. They see I, I in a I'm, perfect world I say Super Troopers is actually number one, and then Rampage is two, and then everything just drops down below. I say Ready Player One probably goes to five. I want to yeah. say Blocker stays in though, but like I feel like everything drops down a spot and Super That's Troopers drop like, in, takes yeah. one. But um, I I feel like it's gonna be Rampage, A Quiet Place. No, maybe Rampage, Super Troopers two. And yeah, and everything else just drops down. Yeah, it'll be interesting what truth or dare. I mean, again, with it being being PG thirteen, you know, depending on if if teens don't want to, you know, be art house scared, you know, a la Quiet Place, or if they just want to be dumb scared in in Truth or Dare. So, quite interesting. I'm I'm honestly Kyle battling if I go see Rampage. Like I'm like, is it worth the hour drive to check this out? Uh, you know, and I'm I mean, like, for the show, yes, but I, I just, I don't know. Just find a, uh, a quick little, uh, uh, cut and like theater check it and see if it's worth it. Yeah. I, I, I'll see. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll see it before Super Troopers. Who knows? But, uh, you yeah. know what I do know? That it's Mellow's Manic. I'm a horrible singer. We, we, <laughs> hey, anyone out there, if you're a singer, if you want to make sounders for the show, box office beat down, you know, songs meaning, um, you know, or melosmatic movie, minute Kyle's musical mantra, Callie's <laughs> confessional, um, you know, hit us a line, you know, at, uh, a mellow at strong com. but, uh, we're going to get in some melosmatic movie minutes. Oh, we don't have a sound. Just another manic minute. with Alex. I try not to. Like, for some reason, that's a challenge for me. Like, not to <laughs> laugh when he laughs. Like, you did well, but me, I, I broke down. I failed. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else has failed us, uh, Kyle? Not you, of course, but but you, uh, who's failing us is, uh, well, China, actually, um, or, or international audiences. Because unfortunately, Triple X Four, good God, there's a four, starts production at the end of 2018. Here, uh, this again, movies bombs in America, no pun intended, but uh, but they definitely make a shit ton. Triple X Three, a hundred, three hundred and forty-six million dollars globally, only made forty million in the U.S. What Good the God. hell is wrong with people? Well, Cube was the third one, right? Because it was Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel, Cube, right? The second one. Oh. Oh. Ugh. And then so they going like... make an appearance in the third. Eh, oh, really? So style. Is four, <laughs> is four going to be another one like the same, but they're going to introduce a third one? Probably. Probably. Vin Diesel Good just God. has no charisma for me. Like, you just look no. like, you know, your older cousin that still thinks he's, like, 22, busting heads, listening to Crisscross. Uh, they was like, hey, you did such a good job with Riddick, so do you think you could do, like, the Riddick thing 
like when you're you're acting these 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 films, and he's like, I guess so. He's like, all right, cool. Uh, just go ahead and stand over there and then do your Riddick thing, but just read the lines back. And then he goes, stands over there, and then he reads his lines. We gotta stop the tank, guys. And then they're like, okay. And then you know, that's that's pretty much how Vin Diesel's career is. Like no no matter what he does, he has a does the Riddick thing. Like he has a talk like Riddick, like Keanu Reeves. Don't get me wrong, I love Keanu Reeves. Like he's cool, but. Every every like even in the Matrix, he still had that surfer like, whoa, dude, like type whoa. of voice, you know. So, yeah, I feel that way with John Wick kind of too. Like he still had that surfer voice. Hey, don't shit on you know, John Bill Wick, man. Man. He's angry. I'm not in John Wick. I, no, he's, <laughs> he's angry, but like his action scenes made him believable. But I couldn't take him seriously if he was talking to me. I'd be like, no. So in the third one, does he go after God since you know he took his wife? What? Say that one more time. I said in the third John Wick, does he go after oh. God since you know he did kind of kill his wife? <laughs> <laughs> he like goes Jesus. into a flat line just so he can uh, try to battle the Almighty. <laughs> Jesus talks to God. God, Dad. Uh, Jesus is the henchman. He's the big yeah, John, uh, baddie number two. John Wick's on his way up. I uh, denied his wife. Oh. Takes out Paul the Apostle. <laughs> Him and Jesus have like a John Woo style shootout. He's just diving in two guns. Does Jesus have unlimited bullets? That'd be tight. They both have unlimited bu- bullets. Whoa. <laughs> Does he know karate? Hell, he invented karate moves. So I'm all for John Wick three up in heaven. Um, <laughs> that'll be the brawl to end it all. Um, <laughs> the straight to DVD or like the, the bonus features. By the way, you don't um, think that watched... that'll be the Jason X of John Wick movies? <laughs> Jason, like the uh, is that the one where he goes in space? Is that Jason X? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. Good God. Oh, I saw man. that shit in theaters with a shit ton of people, and that was awesome. Oh. One movie I saw in theaters that you should not go watch. This is movie number one Black Christmas. I don't care what anybody says. It is a horrible film, and uh, you should not go. Uh, the, what was it, 2006 or 2000? And... Oh. No, the original from mm. the 80s with Karen Black, that shit is, like, legendary. No, this one, like, he was cutting up people, and then he would, like, use cookie cutters and, like, cut out slabs of their, like, skin and bake it, and then dip it in milk. What? What? Yeah, that, and he would eat, like, meat dipped in milk, and, yeah, and cookie cutter shapes. He ate a gingerbread steak. Dipped in milk. Wow. As I'm eating broccoli and steak. Ooh. At the moment. Fancy. Kidding. Pork chops. I was mistaken. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, man, you can't be eating pork. I'm kidding. You gotta, say, you gotta hey, be Samuel right. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dope, um, by the way, dude. Like, 
I love frying pork chops, actually. But I just, I can't, I gotta stay away from it, man. Like, I seen that like Facebook video where that dude was like eating, uh, like he ate a lot of pork and he started like getting like worms in his brain and whatnot. What? Yeah, something like that, where he was getting like worms in his brain for eating too much pork. Whoa, I eat it like once a week, so I hope that's not... No, I, I imagine dude had it like three or four times a week and was just like, whatever. Like, uh, that, uh, quoting uh, uh, John Goodman on the Flintstones movie, where he said his dad ate red meat and he lived to the age of 35. So, <laughs> my dad <laughs> ate red meat every day for the for his life and he lived till he was 35. That's crazy. So, how old is Fred <laughs> Flintstone? Good God. Uh, 34 and a half. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, God. Yes, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> you know what also makes sense? We got a new Halloween movie coming out this October. Uh, yes, a an actual scary movie coming out, like, before Halloween. Which, come on, release it on Halloween already. But uh, coming out October 19th, the first poster... From the David Gordon Green, and this is where it gets crazy, Danny McBride written film, Danny, uh, David Gordon Green uh, directing it. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, of course, is reprising her role as Laurie Strode, the brother to, of course, the infamous Michael Myers. Uh, Judy Greer, again, from you know a ton of things, Archer, but Arrested Development, Kitty, always, uh, always a spot in my heart for her, but uh, definitely... Very excited for this one. I like how they're, they're supposed to respect each film and the whole series here um, in some ways. So I'm sure this will be very meta. I can't wait for the first trailer, especially with the poster dropping now. Uh, Kyle, thoughts? Are you a Michael Myers fan? Did you like the Rob Zombie versions? Or do you think Danny McBride writing this could uh, could be something special? I think it be, could be something special. I mean, we've seen comedian writers uh, do horror films before, a la Get Out. And um, sh- shock the system, baby. And uh, I think <laughs> I think it will work. Um, I think that <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I think that um, um, it will do some justice because I actually like Danny McBride. I think he's a really underrated actor, though it's very vulgar in his dialogue. But that's just the rosy plays. Um, but I I think he can pull off something great. Yeah, I'm. My God, I'm. I'm super excited. I these movies hold uh, a lot to me and and my friends. Uh, even the Buster Rhymes one, uh, we 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 quote these movies. Plus, in the second one, a guy gets hit by a by an ambulance and and catches fire. It's one of my favorite mo- scenes ever. Uh, but by the way, wanted to ask if uh, Jason versus Michael Myers got into a fight, who will win? Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, I would well, want to see Michael that instead Myers of Freddy like versus entity. Jason. Yeah. That'd see, be a that's what I said. Film, man. That'd be a silent film. That's what I said. I'm like, so is Jason. Like, Mike Myers got his head cut off and like, and was like, what's up? I'm still going to murk y'all, mother... You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so that's, that's pretty tough, dude. Like, but I... <laughs> you imagine them just having like a, a full-on like fight like Freddy versus Jason? That, no, would, be that dope. would that would be awesome. That would be a versus I would be in line for. But yeah. then of course you got to intertwine like Camp Crystal Lake and 
you know, where Michael, you know, the Illinois, God, what is it? Hart, not Hartford. Um, I'll find out here in a second. But I guess they're both kind of in Illinois. There's a Crystal yeah. Lake in Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. That or cross over that somehow, track. some way they find each other. Just somehow they make it, you know. They find yeah. each other, they yeah. fight, and then you, you do the damn thing. I would watch it. I would actually spend theater money to go watch this. I'm I will be. Hopefully I'll be in town and, and we will see it together. A movie I don't know if we will go see together, even though F Gary Gray has uh has signed on to team with Toy Company Hasbro, RIP Toys R Us, uh to develop and direct a full motion picture adaptation. I don't know if you watched this Kyle growing up, but does a mobile armored strike command mean anything to you? Oh uh, no, I I wanted to say yes, but nope, nope. So it was kind of like it was, and what's funny is Hasbro, I believe, makes Transformers as well, but they had yep. another variation of it, Mask M A S K. Okay, I think I might have had one or two figures, um, but. The reason why I know mask is because I had like a little duffel bag and I put all my trading cards in there for, you know, for football, basketball, hockey. I had comic book trading cards in there. So like it was just basically a bag where I had a, my bounty of cards that I would bring to people's houses. That was pretty much the only thing. Otherwise, I was not a Transformers head. I don't remember watching this shit, uh, but he thinks it's something that, uh, that you know, could be utilized for the contemporary audience. Um, with this vintage property, he said. So it'll be interesting, but don't forget, Kyle, he's also rebooting the Men in Black series uh, with Chris Hemsworth and his uh, Thor Ragnarok co-star and also Westworld actress Tessa Thompson. So uh, it'll be interesting where they go with this. I don't know if there, people have been begging for a mask movie. I'm sure the really like nerdy nerds are, but I mean... Like you said, you have no no recollection of this, right? Yep. Whoa. Hello? Yep. Yeah. So, no? What? No, I'm saying, like, what was your question? Oh, so, I mean, is this, you know, something that people... I mean, if you asked 100 of your friends, do you think, like, 10% will remember what mask is? Um, probably not. That's like, cause there's one cartoon that I always like ask people if they heard about and it's called the bots master. Um, and they're like, no, I never heard of it, but it's a commercial that came on like 93 and it was the, like very dope, like 3d effects inside the cartoon. Um, and, uh, uh, people were like, nah, I never heard of it. So I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I've, I've never heard of that. It's like when I bring up reboots, a show that used to be on ABC on Saturday mornings where it was like I remember that. CG before CG. Like, I, I I used to bring that shit up all the time. It was such a hokey show, but it was so different that I still watch it where I was like, whoa, this is crazy. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, weird shows I watched, but, like, uh, Jim and the Holograms is one of them. And that's, like, a super yep. old uh, one I watched uh, Bucky O'Hare, but for 3D ones like CG oh, yeah. stuff, like I watched um, um, oh, 
it's not like Max Payne, but it's like Max Steel. I want to say I watched yeah. that a lot. Um, and I thought that was pretty dope. But there's another one that was really weird, but it's that Bruce Willis commercial or a cartoon. I thought that was <laughs> nobody what, ever remember that one. Kid Bruno. Yeah, <laughs> it came on USA right after, and so I watched it. You mean Duckman? Because that, that show was lit. <laughs> Duckman was tight too. Um, I also watched a cartoon, uh, um, Problem Child, because it <laughs> came on before wrestling. <laughs> Did you also watch Wish Kid and uh, Pro Stars with jo- uh, Michael Jordan, Bo Jackson, and Wayne Gretzky? Even though they didn't voice themselves. Really? That's dope. I didn't know that. I watched the MC Hammer cartoon too a little bit, oh, and New Kids time. on the Block. <laughs> but the Hammer Time one, yep, he had the uh, tap, uh, the tap dancing shoes, and that gave him his powers. That was true. <laughs> that is that sounds trill as hell. Um, that's uh, no another thing. Uh, Birds of Prey, which is the uh, DC all female uh, comic book movie uh, led by Harley Quinn, of course. Uh, that has been in development for a f- few years. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, of course, which would be led by Margot Robbie, a.k.a. Harley Quinn, uh, found a new director after Joss Whedon parted ways because he's like, I, I got nothing for this. And so we, everybody thought this property was dead after there was excitement of the announcement that it was going to go ahead. Well, now they got newcomer director Kathy uh, Yan. Uh, so this will be pretty damn interesting, um, especially uh, since she is an Asian uh, American uh, woman director. So, I mean, this is huge for Hollywood. So this is uh, fantastic. Her uh, her feature, uh, she just won a World Cinematic Dramatic Award for Ensemble Acting at Sundance this past January. So pretty exciting news there. Of course, we'll see. Uh, Oracle, Black Canary, and the Huntress in this film. Uh, any excitement for you for uh, Birds of Prey? Mm, no, not really. Ah! Man, <laughs> hashtag Sorry. time's up, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. That 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 was horrible. Uh, you know what else is horrible? Break time, but when we're back and get the munchies ready, uh, we'll give you a uh, a few tips on what to watch, listen, snack on for the holiest of all holy days, April 20th. What will you be doing? Find out after this. Missing out on an awesome Uh-oh. show sucks. SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. SeatGeek, the smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? We got you covered. From WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, Lucha Underground, All Japan, and more. We're talking the highs and lows in pro wrestling. Heck, we're even giving you people from the Okadas and Omega. We're even yeah. talking the Bone Soldiers yeah. and Enzo Amores. No! Sorry, no! Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Everything is evil. Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. 
Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susie. Ryan is going to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil. And I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Eight Count Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Eight Count Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. Alexa, call Ashley. Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, no, no. He just talked to that girl two hours ago. You got to let love marinate. Put love in that bag to marinate. Mmm, love going to be in that bag like, mm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then after it marinates, no, you're going to pull it out. JB, who's Alexa? Say it. Say it, JB. You Alexa. That's right. I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys, but I'll take it from here.
past experiences or what we heard of since I'm an old man now and uh, definitely do not touch the sticky, icky, icky. Um, but we're going to, you know, kind of give you a guide, you know, kind of things to watch, you know, whether it's, you know, streaming, purchasing, you know, or, or Netflixing, what have you. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a movie to check out in the theater, which I'll say right now, if, if you're going to experience this day and you got time to kill by seeing two movies, I would recommend Game Night back-to-back with blockers. Two different type of comedies, but both will have you laughing uncontrollably. That is true. Um, man, one obviously, um, Grandma's Boy is, is uh, one that we always seem to mention year after year. <laughs> when Jonah um, Hill gets kicked in the dick, I laugh hard. <laughs> He kicked it. Like, was it a dick or was it a shin? Out of nowhere. Shin. Shin dick. Yeah, it was a shin. He's like, oh, I think he fucking shattered it. That's right. He <laughs> gives him the finger every time. Him right in the shin. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. Um, Kevin Nash breaking bongs, though, in that movie. Yes. And calling <laughs> call them hookers. Talk about getting uh, call, call women hookers. <laughs> um. <laughs> Another movie that is added to my list uh, for sure is Coco. Um, that is definitely one film that you should watch tomorrow. Oh, the visuals. Um, while, yes, while you're blazing because it is a great visuals, um, great neon colors, and uh, great music. Um, very relaxing, soothing with the guitars, and uh, and yeah, I think you have a good time. Um, Sausage Party is another one I feel that you should watch. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that warp you? Because you're like, why is all this food talking? And then you see them reach their untimely deaths. I've, I've had... <laughs> because of that film, I've had moments where I'm like snacking on chips and like in my head, I'm going, God, no! I No, I can't. <laughs> if I start thinking like I... that, I would be skinnier. <laughs> Maybe them. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know, like, and that might work for me. <laughs> Maybe I should think that way, like, oh, no, I am killing people. Oh. Um, uh, another one, um, um, obviously Beer Fest. Well, you know, like, some of the Broken Wizard movies, obviously, is great ones. Um, Beer Fest, Super Troopers, um, things like that. Um, what else do you got? What, what do you got on your list? Man, uh, a movie that... I had great experiences watching back in the uh, early 20 aughts. Um, I was training at Walmart uh, for, you know, so I'm sorry, the training at a store. And uh, we were uh, put up at a hotel for like two months and we had like overnight shifts. And um, so, you know, you're up all day, you know, trying to sleep. And then finally, you know, I got like a few hours of sleep and I was near Brooklyn Park. And there was the only theater that was playing This Is The End uh, still. And I, I'd seen it like probably like four times already in the theater because I enjoyed it thoroughly. But, uh, I, you know, I was like, I got to get, you know, try to get sleepy, what have you, you know, sleep before work. And uh, so I went to the, uh, the Brooklyn Park Theater, uh, checked out This Is The End. But Kyle, why I was so amazing, I was by myself at like a 1230 in the afternoon. 
and I could laugh annoyingly. I could like yell at the screen. Uh, it was a great experience. And uh, I, I was sound asleep right after. It was a perfect time, especially when they Gangnam style that shit. Uh, still makes me laugh to this day. So this is the end. Definitely one of my uh, one of my favorites uh, back in the day. Um, you know, as you mentioned, uh, you know, the Broken Lizards always a good thing, especially in Beer Fest where they kind of tease Weed Fest. You know, especially with that cameo at the end with the uh, the always excellent Willie Nelson. Uh, redheaded yep. stranger indeed um, But I you know Going staying with the Seth Rogen front Pineapple Express uh, I remember yeah. I was picked up from the airport uh, Coming back from Chicago And uh, me and uh, some friends Right after went and saw Pineapple Express uh, I had to make a, a quick uh, roundabout If you will But definitely the movie is a, a classic When it comes to that Friday Of course speaking of F. Gary Gray movies uh, Friday, the the original Hood Stoner classic, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, next Friday, of course, uh, with a little. Um, oh God, was it not Little Smokey? I forgot their names now. Damn it! See, I'm Mike getting Epps. on the block mixed up. Yeah, Mike Epps' character Day Day. Um, I forget um, Bullethead's character on uh, the oh. white dude Roach. Roach, I think it was. Um, and then you have Pinky. Pinky. So yeah. I am Pinky. It's Pinky, Nick. <laughs> Pinky's tight. Um, it was good to see him in the the new Friday. I really hope they make a last Friday, but I don't think it's uh, gonna be anywhere near production. No. Uh, a few other classics, of course. Uh, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Just a great bromance of a film. Uh, but also brought Neil Patrick Harris back into the atmosphere, stratosphere, what have you, atmosphere. He's always there. Uh, but, you know, kind of brought him uh, back. And then, of course, uh, having that nine-season run as Barney Stinson. I don't know how I met your mother. Uh, Big Lebowski. There, there's so many, um, you know, good comedies. Uh, but for, for kind of thrillers or movies that kind of will warp you, uh, Clockwork Orange, Stanley Kubrick, uh, hell, you can do his whole catalog. 2001: A Space Odyssey. Uh, I still remember stories uh, from from some uh, people back in the day uh, when they saw that movie on acid on uh, when it was released, and they said it was such a mind bending experience, but such a positive one as well. But A Clockwork Orange, it's so dark, it's so nasty. You kind of need that that kind of uh, chill out. Uh, you know, in your system to, to kind of experience what Alex and the rest of the droogs are doing. Um, but uh, there's just so many. Paul Thomas Anderson, uh, you know, again, you kind of need that 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 cool off uh, when you're going through intensity like like in Magnolia or, you know, There Will Be Blood, Boogie Nights, so many of his movies. Hell, even Inherent Vice kind of talks about the end of the of the 60s, of, you know, peace, love, you know, and, and the marijuana movement when it all, you know, kind of started going into the heroin and cocaine and, and you know, such like that. So uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, Anderson definitely has that nice kind of flight there. But superhero movies too, Kyle, I, I heard, are pretty awesome when when you're kind of in that state. True. Um, well, 
Apparently, there's somebody texting me dropping bombshells, so I'm just going to throw my phone and not pay attention. Um, dropping <laughs> bombshells. Uh, people are crazy. That's for sure. For sure, for sure. No, but although, <laughs> you know what's like a really... <laughs> I'll have to text you the story. Like I, I thought it was really bogus. Like, what? <laughs> what the homie said. Like, it wasn't like offensive. But it was just yeah. something that you and I would get a kick out of that I don't want to say on air. Sorry, sorry for the folks that listen. I kind of hyped y'all up a little bit, but y'all will not be hearing the story. Sorry. <laughs> um, also, I, I can't forget uh, my mom. I was homesick one day, and she was like, "Anything you need me to bring?" I was like, "Soup, some ginger ale, that'd be great." Also, there's a movie that that just came out on on Tuesday, mom. Uh, it's called Half Baked. She's like, "What?" I'm like, "It's called Half Baked." Do you mind picking that up? Lo and behold, my mom got the soup, got the crackers, got the ginger ale, and she said, "Oh, here's that stoner movie you wanted," and just throws it at me. I was like, "I, I was like, I've never done it, but it's got Jim <laughs> Brewer," and I didn't. I, I did not do it at all um, in high school. Uh, graduation night, I think, was the first time I tried it. But, uh, but yeah, no. Um, did that and and that movie changed my life. Like that shit was uh, was hilarious. Uh, but of course, Kevin Smith, uh, Clerks, Mallrats. I mean, it's all kind of in Jay and Silent Bob. You know, the quintessential you know stoner uh, superheroes, if you will, blunt man and chronic. So I mean, uh, definitely those movies are always a a nice kick. Yeah. What I kind agree. of music uh, do you have? Like any go to albums, artists. Uh, that you kind of kick it to when you're in this zone. Um, auto zone. Any music you say? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's there's like indie electronica that I do listen to, and I think that's just my main go-to because it's really um, chill and vibe. So you get people like Elena Barats and uh, Gold Gold Panda, um, Odessa, like people like that. You know what nice. I mean? Chill music. Um, so that's always been the go-to. Um, you hear it a lot, actually, in in uh, most smoker stores now. So, kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you should check so out like oh, this Productions, by the way. Mm. LST Productions. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. check it out. Who who's in it? Anybody like in particular? No, it's uh, he. They're, they're kind of uh, dealing with. You know that that type of music, EDM. You know, kind of, kind of that what you were talking about there. So, mm. I'll let um, you know. I'll I'll get you the link later. Um, but uh, okay, so you like that? I, that's cool. I I never would have uh, suspected that, but I kind of do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, that's always been. I actually listen to that more than I do hip hop nowadays, which is kind of interesting like on the drives home or or, you know to and from work like i'll i'll listen to that like i'll I'll have odessa um playing um in uh my radio station for pandora odessa flume uh grime like all them people are yeah in my uh pandora that flume guy is tight we were stuck with uh about a hundred thousand people trying to get out of flume to go check out Chris Stapleton and then go all the way back to that same area where Flume just left 
just to check out uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It was uh, insane. Uh, definitely a huge, huge following there. Um, for me, honestly, Jack Johnson um, is is a big one. Uh, some some good times, kind of just just kind of chilling. Kid Cudi uh, is is another personal favorite. Um, MG, you know MGMT, but of course, as cliched as it is, Kyle, uh, I still listen to the Chronic, even though I do not spark uh, every year, just because it is such a fantastic album, and it just it's kind of the celebration, if you will. Plus, long live the funk. That is true. Um, yeah, some George Clinton, definitely. <laughs> like, it's, as trippy oh, as he yeah. is, Jimi Hendrix, George Clinton, you know, those people. Um, Bill Withers. and Oh, um, gotcha. Yeah. And, like, some of them people, man, like, those are some good, you know, classic rock actually is a good one to actually vibe with, too. Um, yes, yes. Which is interesting. Like, I never thought classic rock would be like okay to listen to, but it's not bad, especially uh, when you know you have beers flowing and, and stuff passing. Uh, you're good. Miss Education of Lower in a Hill was a go-to album for 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 a bit. Uh, I need three six. But uh, speaking of uh, Miss Education, did you hear Lower in a Hill has announced a 20th anniversary tour this summer? Really? Um, is and she will show she up show on up? Any of them? <laughs> See, he's gonna think the same thing. Yeah, will she show up? Like she showed up on time to Soundset, from what I hear, and she crushed it. Um, but uh, other than that, she's been late the last like two and a year, two and a half years prior, um, trying to make that IRS money back. <laughs> None in Minnesota, which I'm bummed. But if I would have known this during the time I had to choose between Jay-Z and Beyonce, she's performing in, at Red Rocks in Colorado in September. I probably would have chosen that over Jay-Z and Beyonce. Am I crazy for that, Kyle? Mm-hmm. Taking that risk? No. And the only reason why I say it is because Lauren Hill is more than likely to to disappear versus Jay-Z and Beyonce. So I feel like you would yeah. catch them more in the long run than you would Lauren Hill. So, yeah, I, that album to me, I mean, the score as well, when, you know, of course, with her being a part of the Fugees, that that's to me, those are five Mike source, you know, classic albums. Like to me, those are, that's like, that's like comfort music to me. And, and, and you can't ask for anything better on the uh, on the day, uh, the 20th of April. Um, what do you kind of like to snack on? Do you kind of have like a go-to meal? I know for a few years I would always make a nice lasagna. I would kind of nosh on. Uh, or if I was near like a Chicago eatery, I would always order like a few Italian beefs or Chicago dogs. Yes. Uh, do you kind of have like a tradition? Uh, I don't have a tradition, though I should. But, um Man, I just feel like the easiest thing would be just tacos. Like, <laughs> but um, if I had to like do it up, I'd I would have a nice pasta. So like that lasagna sounds really good actually. But no, I don't have a I don't have an actual like tradition on like foods. I have you like certain do snacks a, uh, that I do like, like, Yeah, I'm off for the white sauce. 
like the the, the spinach lasagnas. Like, come off for that. Like, those are actually really good. I prefer no, those talking, over the meat like, ones. You use zucchini instead of noodles. Oh, really? That yeah. would be nuts. So you slice it up. You use it. That's you use that as for the noodles. You do the cheese and ricotta, layered it up. You know, with you know other veggies, spinach, mushrooms, all that. Just do the, yep. you know layer upon layer, and there you go. That is dope. I actually might try that. It's filling Thanks to and Brandon delicious. Scott for teaching us how to make lasagna. So instead of noodles, yeah, we'll just... Yeah, uh, B. Scott. Boom. <laughs> we'll just, uh, you know, use zucchini. Huh. Oh, man. Oh, I bet you my friend Jasmine is just ecstatic that Channing Tatum is finally on the market. What about John Cena? Maybe she is. A would you? Fan. Would your friend? Uh, would your friend sign a seventy-five page uh, contract? NDA. Find out <laughs> after this. Wait, wait, dang! You just threw me out there. <laughs> I did not. I did not see that coming. My bad. <laughs> That's a failure on my part. Um. <laughs> Channing Tatum, though, are you are you gonna are you gonna uh, tears of happiness when we find out Channing he's... Tatum? Yeah. Well, duh. Uh you know he's flirtatious apparently, and you know you can only handle that so often. I don't know. Maybe he was That's getting his true. Remy LeBeau on a little too much since I think he's still trying to play Gambit, which I you know since he's my favorite mutant ever. I I still am torn on that uh, on that casting, but uh, I don't know. It's you know it is what it is. But you know Jenna Dewin Dewin, she'll be fine. She'll be fine. I swear to God, if if they try to incorporate some sort of dance move, if he actually plays Gambit, like I'm gonna ask for my money back. I don't care how late it is into the film, you don't do that. If he dances with that staff, yeah, I'll be pissed. Yeah, because like, it was already bad enough seeing him dance in his underwear and cowboy boots like on that Kingsmaker. Like, that's no reason for that. Kingsmaker. No is that what it is? Not Kingsmaker. Jeez. Kingsman. Kingsman. My bad. Sounds like an <laughs> awesome drink. Kingsmaker. Endorsed by Seth Rollins or Triple H. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We'll be back. By the way, I got the... Uh, yeah, there you go. Thank you. Your late night hip hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halffine Adams, every Thursday night right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Catch up on your latest on hip hop and R&B, and hear Minnesota talent at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you deal. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like time. See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Victim, I believe don't have religion. Just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath. Regain my pet. Check my feet when I'm walking. I seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sure to clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, cause it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real.
Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Peanut. Peanut. This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted to I, it. I know, but I'm 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 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. And I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang, bang. Oh my. Hey, I'm Dr. Asking. What's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plays. What is He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. I can't. What are you? I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all, with your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, chef, survivor, and even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles in track and field. All right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio. Welcome back to the Pop Culturist. Uh, that was wacky. That was wacky. The sound... God, I, I gotta stop thinking I could sing. I cannot do Sam and Garfunkel any justice. Welcome back to the Pop Culturist. Um, <laughs> we are now in the musical mantra of one, yes. Kyle Adams. And as y'all heard, that was uh, for by Beyonce. Did it play? Right? I didn't hear anything. You didn't? Oh, I didn't hear anything no. either. But I just thought that like my computer <laughs> was messing up, and so like I was like, it's playing because it does that sometimes. Where I'm like, it's playing to you guys, but I can't hear crap in my headphones sometimes. So I just roll with it. Really? Whoops. Yeah. You know who else rolled with it last weekend out in uh, in in California, uh, the Coachella 2018 festival. Uh, wins a wild, uh, Indio, California. Thank you. Um, my God. I mean, you had the weekend, you know, do a, a emotional performance, uh, on, on Friday night. Uh, you had Eminem close out the weekend on Sunday along with Amigos. Uh, but Beyonce, uh, you know, kind of making her triumphant debut return, uh, since she was supposed to perform at 2017's Coachella. But of course, with the uh, with her being pregnant with her twins, uh, could not uh, make the event. Uh, but she did declared and said she would be there in 2018, which she did keep her promise. Uh, and also, the first black woman to headline a night at Coachella, uh, which is pretty crazy. But Kyle, this performance, I I was like, damn, one ten a.m., one fifteen a.m. I got to wait up for. Uh, 
but I did. I, I troopered it up. Uh, it was nice because we were snowed in. Uh, everyone was sleeping. My booze was all the way up. I was in formation. Uh, <laughs> I'll just say one word review. Slade. I can't wait for August 8th at TCF Stadium. Our U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, she she played TCF a few years ago, but at U.S. Bank Stadium, Beyonce, the real freaking deal. Uh, I mean, from you know having you know steppers to a drum line, uh, to pretty much uh, you know everything under medleys of her hits. Uh, it was just fantastic. Uh, we saw a reunion of the uh, Destiny's Child. Um, as well as uh, you know, Jay Z kind of made a, a little a little uh, you know kind of de- uh, cameo there. So very awesome. You know, she performed over a few hours. Also, Solange showed up for kind of like a a, a sisterly uh, dance off, if you will, which was pretty uh, pretty fun to see. Um, nothing short again than spectacular. Uh, of course, with Coachella, now they do two weekends in a row, Kyle. Um, but Beyonce is going to switch up her performance, but this weekend it won't be live stream. Uh, cause you definitely would have known I, I, I would have stayed up, but, uh, if there's a chance you, you're able to see this or, uh, go to on the run to this summer, uh, Beyonce definitely is worth, uh, worth the ticket, worth the view. Uh, just a, an amazing performance, 11 hours of rehearsal time kind of leading up to, uh, to Coachella here. Everybody was sound perfect, I thought. Uh, you know, uh, the crowd was into it. Everybody was mesmerized, you know, and, you know, it was it was awesome. That, that's that's tight. Um, I'm really jealous you get to see Beyonce in person, in concert. That's, that's probably something that I will never go do, I don't think. Maybe. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. I shouldn't say never. Maybe. It's the most viewed performance, by the way, ever. I wouldn't doubt it. Like, didn't she get the most views in a Super Bowl? Like, I think she beat even Janet and... and... I think so. Yeah. Yeah, she has clout. Severe clout. It It was like watching... Yeah, it was like watching a goddess. It was... It was wonderful. And, and honestly, Kyle... I don't know, it, like, depending on what song or what set of emotions, you know, it's going to be a fun night um, for sure. But I, I don't know if I'm going to, like, break into hysterics and be like, oh, my God, this is amazing or or what. But it's going to be great. I mean, she, she did a crazy uh, rendition of Lift Every Voice and Sing. Um, you know, everything was there. Formation. I mean, she, she had her, her messages. Um, you know, Black Lives Matter, of course, being a, a central root of all that. And it, it was just wonderful. I mean, it's Beyonce. I, like I said, August 8th. Can't get here sooner enough. Uh, but I liked, again, how majority of it was just straight her. Um, it'll be interesting what they do uh, this upcoming weekend. She kind of put a teaser uh, of a few songs that didn't make the cut last weekend. So some Destiny's Child, some uh, other Beyonce uh, singles as well. So It'll be interesting. It's a bummer we can't uh, watch it, but haha, Kyle, I'll have to wait four <laughs> months. Four months. Are you counting down the days? Do you have like a calendar, like where you're xing down each and every day? I will now. 
Um, Post Malone <laughs> was uh, kind of the opener, if you will. Um, okay. He was kind of like right before her, I believe. Uh, I believe he was Saturday. Um, but he kind of changed me. Like, he didn't sound the best. I didn't know if it was the microphone, if it was something, you know, through the stream. You know, it sounded like he was yelping majority of the time. But when yep. when the mic balanced with his voice and he was rapping or singing, which, he you know, he can sing. I'll give him credit for that. Play the guitar, what have you. Um, it, it, it sounded perfect. And just, you know, hearing the crowd and just, you know, when they would show shots of the crowd and then his eyes light up as he's looking at the crowd thinking, damn. I'm doing this right now. Like it was, it was really cool to see. Like you could see it was genuine emotion, genuine, you know, honest, raw happiness. Like, wow, I've been doing this. You know, he even tells the crowd, like I, I started playing music, playing music at 12. My mom gave yep. me a guitar. A few years later, I started making beats. I started singing, rapping, and now I'm here. He's like, I never yep. would have imagined that, you know, in, in a hundred years. So that right there, I was like, damn, that's really, really awesome. And, you know, yeah. I, I, I do enjoy some of his music. You know, I know he caught some flack. Uh, but, you know, his his album, which is going to drop tomorrow, Beer Bongs and Bentleys, which, again, perfect timing by, by Post Malone. Uh, you know, it, he's like, it's not a genre-specific album. It's a it's an album for everybody. I mean, hell, you got, you know, G-Eazy on it, Nicki Minaj, Sway Lee, YG, 21 Savage, and a yep. whole host of others. So it'll be interesting. I um I it's really cool that they're able to like stream Coachella. I wish like Sunset kind of did the same thing. I understand that it's not only a one day venue, but like it'd be nice for those who like really can't. Get, I'm sorry, really can't go. Um, I just wonder like going to these like multiple day events. Is there a point in time where you just get worn out and you're just like, I really don't want to watch anybody perform right now and you're just kind of like go no. chill off somewhere in the corner no because it's chaos because you, you're trying to time who you want to see and you know when you're like well damn three artists are playing within an hour of each other who the hell do i want to sacrifice even though i would kill to see these people like yep. it's that's what sucks and then walking from stage to stage, that takes up majority of the time. Bathroom lines, drink lines, more drink lines, food lines, that takes some of your time. So it's all about essentially timing it out. Um, I uh-huh. usually don't care for, you know, kind of the early afternoon acts majority of the time. So I'll get mm-hmm. there a little later on in the afternoon, you know, kind of, you know, so I'm not there all day. But, you know, people that do stay all day, yeah, there's – a lot of shaded areas, you know, kind of stuff like that there. But, you know, I, I haven't been to one where I'm like, oh, I got to check out this one o'clock performance. That's fair. See, and I, I had that problem with Sunset, but it's like not that bad. Because, like, everybody you pretty much want to go see is the main stage anyway. But you kind of want to catch some local art acts. Like, yep. one time I had, to, I had to choose between Dessa and Red Man and Method Man. I Ooh. thought that was, that was sucky. Um, but I ended up choosing Red and Method. But I had to choose. And I'm pretty sure this year I would have had to choose. Because I imagine, like, that would be sucky if DJ Jazzy Jeff and Jaden Smith went on at the same time. I'd be pissed. 
Aren't they doing it together? Uh, no, I think they're separate. I think like Jaden Smith doing his own thing, and then DJ Jazzy Jeff's probably gonna be at the uh, DJ turntable. Like, Cause obviously, a... Big Willie style, he's gonna pop up, right? It, it, it's obvious, right? Maybe. I mean, you would you would think that, but do they, does he come out? Do they do summertime? I would hope so. I want to see Will Smith do Switch. <laughs> do Switch. Just gonna be yelling the whole time. No, don't switch. I hate Miami. Damn it! Just get mad because he's doing Miami on, and it's supposed to be Jane Smith's performance. Like, so damn it! I just want to see Will Smith come out and do Deepest Bluest. <laughs> what? Deepest Bluest by Will Smith. And, and then it starts a, a war with LL Cool J. <laughs> He's like, bro, like my hat fin. is like a shark fin. <laughs> Seriously, what, listeners, would you... check out Deepest Bluest, the LL Cool J uh, classic um, from oh. the uh, Deep Blue Sea album, which is a fantastic movie, but uh, that, that video alone is a great companion piece. After oh, my God. This music video is horrible. Oh, FUBU. You remember FUBU? Yes. Whoa, it just skipped it. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> what else is kind of popping up in your mantra this week there, sir? Especially with the uh, the, the, the greenest of all green uh, in a few hours. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just, like, deep as blue as this, this is getting to me right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Is there people? Sw- oh my god! There's synchronized swimming around them. That's cool. Not really. Okay. Um, so for for music news, um, I kind of want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Cardi B and how she's like crushing the game. Um, Nicki Minaj came out with two singles, Chung Lee and Barbie Tings. Um, yep. A lot of people didn't like it. Didn't like either singles. Um, do you feel like Nicki Minaj's time is over? I mean, she's had, to me, kind of a long cool down. Um, she's kind of been letting other, other female artists take the spotlight, uh, especially Cardi B. Um, there's been, like, tension like or animosity between the two for it. But at the same time, there's been respect because they've been on a single together. Um, and I think Nicki Minaj is kind of, like, not attacking Cardi B, but, like, kind of just doing her own thing. And I feel like with these two new singles, Barbie Tings and um, and uh, uh, why did I forget the other one that quickly? Um, Chung Lee. Um, I, I feel like that was her just doing her, but it didn't pay off. And that's the sucky mm-hmm. part. Um, do you see her continuing to make music? And do you see her just staying second place for the rest of her career? I, I don't think it's second place. I think people are, you know, especially that you're, you're non-pop listeners. Because, I mean, to me, Nicki Minaj just kind of is pop music now. You know, Starships or whatever. I think, you know, kind of her audience from uh, from from Pink Friday uh, was, you know, kind of missed. Because that album is, is really good from top to bottom. And then, mm-hmm. you know, that was her first one, right? Pink Friday? Yep, yep. Um, so, you know, when you go 
to, from that to starships, you know, Roman's revenge to starships. You're like, what? What is this? Anaconda, I thought, was a miss. Um, but I think Cardi B's just a, a second-rate version of Nicki Minaj. The same kind of cadence, same kind of tone, style. They rap about the same stuff, you know, which is whatever. Uh, but to me, I, I just thought she was just a carbon copy of, of Nicki Minaj. Uh, but shout out to Cardi B. She performed also at Coachella on Sunday, uh, pregnant, mm-hmm. um, as she had that, that pretty damn good performance on SNL. Uh, she was finally revealed a pregnancy. Uh, yes, yes. Uh, but also, she said Coachella didn't pay her enough, so she fronted allegedly about $300,000 of her own money for her Coachella set, her decorations, props, what have you. So that's pretty damn cool. Because you said she wanted yeah. the audience, her fans, to have a great, a great experience. Yeah, um, I think it's cool that they gave it to her, or that she put up her own money to finish that. So yeah, she can perform. And like, she's actually owing, or Coachella owes her money. I'm sure at this point. They probably, yeah, I'm, I'm sure something's probably going to work out. Um, they'll, they'll work out something there. But I mean, did, did you listen to the singles? I. I'm, I'm I'm not the biggest Nicki Minaj. Like to me, I always thought her strong suit was as a featured artist. Uh, you know, because it was a little doses of a her. Uh, again, Pink mm-hmm. Friday's good, but anything after that to me was just eh. Yep. But I what agree. Did you think um, of her, her two new singles that came out, I thought they were decent. I felt like uh, Barbie Tings was probably the better of the two. Um, Maybe Chung Lee. But however, like the lyrics in Chung Lee didn't make any reference to the Street Fighter character whatsoever. And I thought that was really frustrating. But she did dress up um with the puffies and everything and, and but she didn't have Chung Lee's attire, just her hairstyle. Um but what she had was actually uh I believe tribute to little Kim or Foxy Brown, one of the two, because they had the uh Fendi um outfit that Nicki Minaj had, but Nicki Minaj has had a uh, modern and more revealing style of it, I guess. Um, nonetheless, I feel like the two, um, Barbie Team's probably better of the two, but I don't feel like they're anything to compete with what Cardi B is doing right now, which is probably the most craziest thing to say. Um, but I do respect the fact that uh, uh, they both have different messages, believe it or not. Um, Nick, Cardi B is more about sex and people getting money, being ratchet, you know, living life. She lived life to the fullest. She makes like, you know, uh, uh, amping music, but her message is a little bit off. And I feel like Nicki Minaj, she's paying people to go to school. Like I'll pay your scholarship. If you, if you have, you know, straight A's, um, I will, uh, you know, if, if you guys aren't, aren't having a job, taking care of yourself, being supportive, like, like, you know, like, like she sends out good messages to people. And I, I feel like uh, that's just the older mature in in her. But mm-hmm. um, I also feel like uh, she's been doing it for seven years. Um, I'm not necessarily saying give someone else the crown, but I'm just saying, like, maybe a cool down is fine. Take a few years off. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. I mean, she tried the acting thing. Um, you know, I haven't seen anything past the latest Barbershop movie. Um, I, I think I heard Barbie Tings like the first half. And, you know, I was like, okay. I think it came out when I was at the gym. I was like, okay. That was kind of nice. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but, you know, nothing again where I was like, oh, let me repeat that again. So, uh, yeah. Cardi B, I will, I'll, I'll, I'll probably check out this weekend since I'm home alone. Pew, pew, pew. Um, I, I, I might check out uh, check out her album. You know, the more and more I hear from, from people, uh, the more I guess I'm intrigued. So, we'll see. Yeah. I'm going to drive to your house. She just sounds like, like Nicki Minaj. Yeah, come out, man. Yeah. I'm going to swim in your moat. No, it's frozen. Oh, dang. Is the back is the uh, backyard frozen too? Oh yeah. The stream and everything. Dang. Earth. Maybe we go. Uh, maybe I could like run and slide on it. That'd be tight. See where it takes me. <laughs> Do you have like weird wilderness animals in your in your home? Like does fox and deer and all that just like show up? Throw up gang signs and then bounce. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Sometimes. Really? No. The only the only thing I had when I was in Excelsior was deer. Like I almost got I almost hit a deer. Um and then my ex ran over a deer that was already hit and ruined her car even more. Like in the same in the same area. So that was cool. Also Ugh. shout out to uh Cardi B who who said, um, who gave a shout out to, to FDR Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, saying he was the, the last president to make America great again since he emphasized Social Security for senior citizens. So, uh, which got props from Bernie Sanders. Uh, but Cardi B, in an uh, interview, I believe, with uh, Esquire or GQ, um, yeah. but she said that she likes presidential stuff. You know, she, she always researches, reads. You know, she she likes you know kind of seeing how they went through the different processes. So uh, I thought that was pretty cool. So I that mean, is we'll, a really we'll a, a good she's answer. not dumb. She's not dumb. That's for sure. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. That's kind of pushing. So, like <laughs> if I if I if I researched a bunch of different type of sodas, you know, like does that make me smart? <laughs> Just yeah. makes me educated in soda. She's just a president enthusiast. Doesn't make her smart. I'm just kidding. No, I, I shouldn't say anybody's dumb. So, like, she knows more about me in presidents, so therefore she's smarter than me in that. So. <laughs> hey, she gets her money, <laughs> boo-boo. <laughs> that too. And, uh... She can say what she wants and have a good outlet and get paid for it. So, therefore, uh, I should also shut up about that, too. So, yes, she is not dumb. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> um, anything to check out over the week? Um, not necessarily. Uh, there's just stuff that came out over the last few weeks, which um, I've talked about on Soda Sound Radio, but other than that, nothing really too interesting. And it's kind of crazy because you would think that everything would... Oh, J. Cole comes out tomorrow. Sorry, with a mixtape. Um, almost almost let that one slip. Because <laughs> 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 we're looking out to a new J. Cole project coming out um, for 420, um, which is really dope. Uh, Tanashi, um, which I said listen to. Jim Jones came out with a new album over the week. Um Wasted talent, um, guys. Maybe want to go check it out. I'm mean, I, I'm a Jim Jones fan, so I liked it. Um, 
for music videos, Logic and Marshmallow came out with that everyday one. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that works so hard. Um, and that's pretty much it, I guess. Nothing, I mean, that's really, really like bogus. But yeah, nothing, nothing really too new. Um, I don't know. That J. Cole could be interesting. KOD uh, coming out uh, probably within a few hours, usually midnight. Um, He says it has three meanings kids on drugs, king overdose, and kill our demons. And then he says the rest of the album I leave to your interpretation. (laughs) That's uh, cool. Um, yeah, that's kind of like POS and how he does his thing. Like, it's like, uh, um, you know, what does it stand for? And he's like, whatever you wanted to (laughs) promise of stress, (laughs) peace of ish. Um, yeah. High for hours is a new single that came out. The most influential rapper, uh, of the 2010 era, J. Cole. Mm, yeah. I would probably give it to Kendrick over Jay, to be honest. Kendrick, anyway, yeah, he's a close true, second. True, true, true. He's a close second, but Kendrick Lamar probably takes the crown on that one. Just Sorry, because he has a He's the platform. Jordan on my list, so I, I guess I put him at a pedestal already. But you're totally right, uh, Kendrick, on, on that level. But I mean, yeah. J. Cole, I mean, he's. I mean, but him and Kendrick shit together, that's always a, a treat for the ears. Yeah, especially when he gives them beats. Man, like. Oh my God, J Cole's beats are are so good, and whenever he, Kendrick lets him rap over him, they just <sighs> like I I I fell in love with High Power, which was the first Kendrick J Cole collab I remember, um, and that's when they first were breaking in the scene together, and I didn't know like I just listened to J Cole, and I just listened to Kendrick Lamar like literally right next to one another, um, and so it's great that they came in together. They'd already worked together. Um, I'm still waiting on that mixtape, but um, whenever they do a, a beat rap collabo, it's just, it's insane. Man, I, poof, I didn't even know a J. Cole album was dropping tomorrow, so that's, that's, that's pretty exciting. Um, my God, the album cover is, ah, it is <laughs> wonderful. It's very truthful. Um, it's no way intended to glorify addiction. Interesting. So it'll be interesting. Uh, check it out in a few hours or when you wake up or when you're just getting off of work, uh, to celebrate the 20th of April 420, a day of celebration. Uh, happy holidays, Kyle. Thank you. Uh, it will be in five minutes on the uh, East coast here. Yeah. Um, Celebrate early. Yeah. <laughs> we still got an hour. We on that Vermont time. Do you feel like it's a rookie move? Like be honest, like you feel like it's a rookie move to be like, Yeah, four twenty, let's celebrate. Or like for the true smokers where it's like mm. Just another day. I would say yeah. in their eyes. That's how I feel. I mean it's like, it's just something where I mean, do you think also with the legalization it's just it's like, oh, like Whatever, you know, in those states, like, it's every day now. Yeah, I still think people may do things like maybe dress up or, like, have a theme. Like, then I get it. But, um, 
Yeah, see, like, that's that's the part that gets me. Like, I want to have a crowd of people, and I think that's what maybe 420 is about, just, like, a crowd of people getting together and doing yeah. one thing instead of just Or maybe one we're or just two old people. men, and we're just crabby, and we're like, Meh. Yeah, but like back in, back in the day, it was cool because you would get together. You would be like, wow, I'm taking work off. Or, you know, like, I'm going to request two days off so it's not, you know, too conspicuous. But, uh, you know, it's it's interesting. But it's, you know, it is what it is. You know, like I say, it was usually a day where I could watch sports or go to the movies and just chill out. Mm-hmm. But not, not in my, my current state since, again, I am that bitter old man. Uh, but again, a happy holidays, sir. Hopefully, uh, you'll be able to check out something awesome or listen to something cool. Well, you got J. Cole. Yeah. And uh, I'll give a review of it next week. Perfect. I will also. Also, I might check out that Post Malone, get my thoughts. Maybe I will hate him after his sophomore album. But I doubt <laughs> it. <laughs> Post Malone, you suck. Happy holiday out there uh, Happy holidays I should say out there To to all the bud smokers out there Be responsible Have all your foods, your snacks Your drinks all associated Be cool, get a group of people Enjoy Uh, Enjoy it where it's illegal of course Where it's illegal, stay away (laughs) Uh, But uh, thank you for checking out Another wonderful episode of Pop Cultures Thank you very much Kyle for setting up, doing your thing as always. Check out next week where we should have a shit ton of movie reviews and music reviews, all the everything in the week of pop culture. Congrats, Chloe Kardashian, to the birth of True. Um, shout out to uh, to the uh, the chick that ratted out Tristan Thompson to TMZ because you are ratchet. Uh, also, John Cena, Nikki Bella, John Cena making that contract. Uh, definitely made him uh, not be able to see him. Uh, Kyle, is that what you're going to do in your next relationship? Have a have a long contract written out? Oh no, but I wish I do want to see this contract. Like, so they can't see each other. Point blank, period. So she's just done with the E, unless she's on a different show. Um, Possibly. I did yeah. see. I did see that Marie say that. Uh, um. She's still gonna treat him like a brother, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, six years I believe they were together. I mean, that's that's a long time, but it'll be interesting, uh, kind of how how it goes around the uh, the, the Bella household, uh, you know, kind of with with John Cena there. But I like how he was like, you have to escort, you have to be, you have to leave the premises when I tell you to, when the relationship ends, and he and it said you are perceived as a guest in my home. As while they were engaged, by the way. Crazy, but I get it. That guy has a shit ton of money. Not a Hulk Hogan money. Not John's or uh, not not Stone Cold Steve Austin money. But that guy's got some coin, and uh, I'm sure he doesn't want to give it up uh, a la like in his last divorce there. But uh, Kyle, have a wonderful weekend, pop culturists out there. Have a wonderful week. We'll check you out. At our normal time next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Give us a uh, like on Facebook, The Pop Culturist. Uh, look for the awesome logo, and that's three Australian blokes. Um, also, uh, <laughs> check us out, uh, Strong Style Media. Uh, also, strongstylemedia.com. We are conglomerate. Also, 
I didn't tell you this, Kyle. I'm going to Ring of Honor, I believe, in May. And guess who's going to be there? Uh, Ricochet? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Los Ingobernables de Japón. I get to see the oh, ticket awesome. time bomb. It's a three and I don't evil with Sonata. And, of course, Bushi. Uh, cannot wait to check that out with uh, one of my oldest and uh, bestest of uh, of peeps in the world. Uh, so now I'm going to gloat on that and dream of uh, of wrestling matches out in Villa Park in Chicago. Uh, but have a wonderful night. Thank you very much, Kyle, as always. We will talk to you next week. I got to think of a better outro. We got to work on that. It's not a It built up to something and then it's just like next week. Next. Deuce. <laughs> Wait, deuce? Or would you, wouldn't you say deuces? That's that's cooler, right? Yeah. That's what the kids but then that just sounds like take multiple shits. <laughs> Clean your system out. Eat that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I gotta send you a, I gotta send you a video, by the way, Alex, of uh, a flaming hot cake. Ooh, interesting. No, it's like a flaming no. hot haircut. No, no, no. Ooh, no. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>